Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, and fellow pirates who are down here to follow a journey, or an adventure, or shall I say, a voyage. On our adventures to find booty, a pirate's booty, I should say, to uh, swab them poop decks as well too, and to continue on with our season finale tonight. Let's uh, let's go ahead and bring up the whole cast and everything as well, too. Hello, cast! Welcome to your season finale of Voyage of the Tyrant Horn! Yay! Yay. <laughs> yes! Yes, you heard us right, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is our final, uh, actually, not just our season finale of Voyage of the, the, the Siren Song, but our final live broadcast on the Dat Network for the year 2021. That is right. After tonight, we're going to be gone forever. Until 2022. What? So, forever, until 2022. That's all. That's oh all. That's all. But, uh, yeah, my name is Adam Kahn. I'm going to be uh, your one crap, uh, your Crapton. I'm your Crapton this evening, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you're welcome. That's, your Crapton and your, 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 stir, your Sturry Weaver of everything is well too. I'm just going to say all my words incorrectly tonight, so that would be fun. You know what? Let's get started. It's season finale time. Who's ready to go on an adventure? Woo! Yeah. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. So, last time that we met our uh, our crew, um, uh, the captain was getting the siren song ready because they were going after uh, Isabella Inkskin Locke's ship. Uh, Eek was nowhere to be found uh, because, as we also found, of the episode before, Eek had his life essence basically sucked out of him, uh, laying next to what was presumably the dead body of this captain of this other ship. Lockhart turns into a raven and flies off after him, finds his body unconscious, and finds this woman, broken neck, missing an arm, like crawling over, just like, ah, trying to go after Eek, and he shoves Heartwall through her lower back, being a real smart ass about him, super cool and everything. Eek wakes up, starts freaking out because of what's happening with her, and then Lockhart, in his head, hears the voice of Hartwell, his sword, disappear. Um, he starts getting incredibly angry, pulls the sword out, uh, and they both go to chop this woman into more bits. I can't really say chop her down. She was already down, laying on the ground. Uh, she disappeared, got away, but then there was a giant explosion from up top of a giant net and harpoon capturing her in the water, pulling her back up onto the shore. Meanwhile, the captain and everybody else uh, trying to keep track of where her ship was actually heading. Uh, it was a little ways ahead of her, and then Lockhart from back of the shore sends up purple flare. Cup of quite a few purple flares to signal them to come back. Uh, Azara being up in the crow's nest along with Shortstone, they see us. They go to turn around in Shortstone. Uh, Contrabar Shortstone, their, uh, their lookout scouts, uh, says to the captain and the rest of the crew that he can make it over onto the ship hopefully kind of chart their whereabouts and then maybe get a message back to our crew as he jumped over the side and it was dark out. They saw what looked like a winged creature start flying towards their ship in the cover of darkness. At that time, Azar also gave him the home of transportation or teleportation to hopefully try to get back to them uh, if he was in any trouble. Uh, they turned the ship around, go back uh, into the cove uh, where they saw Royster on, um, on the sand waiting for them. Uh, Lockhart also... Uh, sitting over on uh, the side of the beach, very disturbed and upset because of what happened with Hartwell. Um, as the captain and Bennett go to talk to him, Eek is actually upstairs at this time, too, drinking away and eating more food um, with a lady of the rock. 
Uh, everybody eventually makes their way upstairs outside of Lockhart and Bennett, uh, downstairs having, having a, a great brotherly moment. These two are like pals now. They're the Bash brothers from uh, Mighty Ducks 2. It's awesome. Uh, Lockhart was a, was the same size as Bennett for like a minute, and then his, his horn kind of grew back, so he's, he's slightly taller than Bennett now. Again, just a little bit, like half half a quarter of a third of an inch, just a, j- just a tiny little bit. Um, once they get up, uh, get upstairs, they find out that this woman, uh, Isabel Inkskin Locke, um, they see her sitting in a cell. Captain is trying to talk to her. She only wants to speak to him, and she tells him, basically, that she was sent to take care of the captain and his crew because there was a group of Sawagin that they actually came in contact with a few days prior to that. They actually killed the chieftain's son. Chieftain then hired Inkskin out to go after this crew. Obviously, she failed. And as she was also sitting there giving this information, she held up her glowing hand, showing that she actually had the essence of Heartwall in her hand, and Captain had to come and grab it. Um, He persisted, trying to talk to her more, and then she started foaming at the mouth for some odd reason, having a spasm, and Azar runs and hacks off her hand, grabs it, and then she has the essence of Heartwall in her hand. She's magical. She has a magical hand. Soft hands. It's very soft hands. Um, that time, they go back downstairs to find Lockhart. She is then able to instill Heartwall back into his proper place, into the Black Blade. But now she has a permanent tattoo of what looks like Heartwall on her hand. Magical moment between the two lovebirds, not lovebirds. We don't know yet. We haven't quite gotten in there just yet. But maybe we'll find out tonight. Um... As everybody's uh, attempting to go to go to bed, get some more food, they get a call from the lady inside of the cell of Isabel, and they find a map and what looks like uh, five sentences upon her back. Lady of the Rock tells them, "This is actually a map, potential way to find a very, very long lost treasure, Manchester Man Catcher Cove." And that is where we find all of our friends, our crew, uh, we say, leaning around this body with this tattoo on the back. But before we get into that, we're going to go back just a little bit. We're going to get into some Captain's Diary stuff. So, Captain, please, you read us some Captain Logs and grace us with uh, some of your past as to how you became part of this crew to begin with. Sure. Uh, yes. When we last talked, uh, when we last visited the captain's diary, uh, uh, there were rumors of a mutiny. A storm was brewing. Did we'll somebody uh, say A7. A7. Uh, is a so is a short entry and just says, as the sailors proclaim, a storm is a brewing, and it is. Day eight, in turbulent water, Giffa Tibbs, an overboard into early morning. Eek and Lockhart dove into the sea in an attempt to rescue her, but were unsuccessful. Lockhart, upon failing to save the young Tibbs, was disheartened, and when Master Scourge spake foul of Tibbs, Lockhart rebelled and attempted to start a mutiny. A quick bit of sinking, and a little flame oozed Forced to work at night, little sleep, working up into rain. Oh, tired. Day 9. Should still be called day eight, as I have not yet truly slept. I am sent to the crow's nest. At least it is far from the deck, for so is brigands. Day ten. Given a special task 
I missed a plug to fetch lobster for the captain. I swim successfully. The captain rewards us for our success with a bottle. Eek assures us it is a potion of cure moderate wounds. Day 11. In the morning, I arose to find Lockhart missing. Dead, I presume. Azara seems to be overly concerned with his disappearance. Perhaps she has caught feelings for him? At any rate, I was assigned to swab the poop with Aradia. I have been given a pillow by Scourge. While attempting to comfort Azara, she brings to my attention a man in a cage and comes away with a parrot that calls itself Fluff. Thank you. Very good, Captain. Now, not only do we have the captain's diary, sorry, Lucas Martinez, I noticed that Lucas Martinez did say uh, in chat, he thought I said captain's diarrhea. Uh, perhaps. But there, there, there is another message in a bottle um, that actually when you open it up, it has a has a saying on there that we all say. Um, and it's uh, that we read, read comments. comments. That's right. So if there's, if there's any comments... Yay! In chat, let's let's pop over to chat really quick. It's season finale time. Let's go say hi to everybody, uh, right quick and fast. Oh, as everybody's comment, favorite comments, so Daniel Lands has resubscribed at tier one for twenty one months, and we got a we got a Darth Zunny, Zany hosting us as well too. Yay! It's like we got a Jer Bear, and we also got a John in here as well too. Oh, this is gonna be good. And John says, "Raise the anchor, batten the hatches, and raise the main mast. It's time to set sail for adventure." And TPKs. Uh, no. no. New characters. No. I actually like. Um, it's Lucas uh, Martinez's um, theory here that he thinks that Eek will give up his adventuring ways and get a cosmetology degree and make his own brand of cosmetics. I can see that for sure. Like, pirates like don't that. work I out. Like that theory. Very tempting. <laughs> Uh, Blade, Blade GTR was saying, I foresee chaos ensuing and some sweet, sweet loot. Thank you. Yes, sweet, sweet loot. Sweet. Sweet. I like this one from Riopotas98. When I ask my players, what do you think is happening? It just means I didn't prep and I'm stealing their wonderfully paranoid ideas. Adam. <laughs> uh, Riopotas also says, James, Renaissance Manchu. Comedian, actor, gamer, GM, Zen life coach, and more. I don't know where that was going, but I'll take it. <laughs> you gotta order. Um, you have to order like an oversized business card to fit all of that information. Yeah. On your business, it'll card. never fit in your wallet, and you wonder why you even have it. What's in your wallet? Just carry it around with you. Uh, it's Lucas Martinez says, "Is uh, am I rocking a snuggie? No, it's just a very nice fleece blanket." That my mother Oof. gave me. Oh, oh gave me a blanket. Very comfortable. She actually, she actually bought it when she was stationed in Korea, and this blanket is like eleven years old, and it's a cherished gift I have. But you know, it's cool. Aww. Oh, you How actually cool. have. What is it? Uh, who had that in the peanuts? The Linus had the the blanket. Yes, Linus. Yeah. You actually have a comfort blanket. I love it. All right, friends. So as I was saying, uh, we left last week where all of you were looking over the body of Isabella Locks, your inkskin lock.
And on her tattoo, I'll kind of read it to you guys again. You found a stylized half-sun uh, sitting on the right of some of these islands. And there's images of a monstrous eye in the face of an age-bearded king to the left side of it. Beneath this crude map, there are five lines reverse. From blues, lights embrace. Spy the grave lady's prized tooth. With the dawn flower's first kiss, climb the captain's wayward orb to claim old king's hold. Maybe the rock looks down at all of you eventually. You know, I've, uh, I've heard of this before. It sounds like a, uh, uh, the, the treasure. That's right, the treasure to a man, man catches cove, I think it is. You've all, you've all heard this, this story of that, yeah? Yeah, yes. Maybe. Yeah. Knowledge local. Have I heard? Uh, about Manchester? Yes, yes. Uh, any of you guys that have heard the story before, go ahead and roll me Ooh, a knowledge local I will check. Roll. Knowledge local. Oh. Nope. I got, okay. I got it. I've been on the seas. I got it. <laughs> and you just have to exactly where it is. Anybody that got over 15, uh, you guys would know that uh, Man Catcher Cove is said that there was a pirate years and years ago called Captain Wolf that he actually hid his treasure amongst this island. Uh, tre treasure that he had plundered from other ships before. His ships had been blown to pieces, but he was able to hide this treasure. Nobody really knows what goods were actually left from it. But we know it was a pretty big stash of goods. Now, it's also said that in Man Catcher Cove, he was able to summon a monster from the deep with tentacles and that, were that was able to destroy all ships that actually came into the cove. Of course he did. Of course he did. Job, but then, yes. but then we, but Chew, then we found out as well, too, that Captain Wolf, was the then, Captain Wolf was then murdered in a, uh, a coup by his own crew. Uh, a mutiny, as one would say. Um, but nobody, he actually took the secret of it to his grave, and there were very few, he, he left his secrets to just a handful of people. And it seems like possibly one of these clues is actually inked on the back of Isabella's shoulder. Now, uh, if you would like, if you guys want to try to figure out where this is, uh, how close by uh, men Catcher Cove could be, I would need a knowledge geography check, please. I got that. I think I've got some of that. Geography. I know I don't have any of that. 24. Oh? I wrote a natural one, so I don't know anything. Mm. Nat 20! Didn't roll much better. I got nice. Well, I got a natural two, so that's a five, six, seven. What skill are we uh, knowledge geography. Oh, cool. I have f a five and everything. So, 25. Uh, yeah. So, for those of you who got above 15, uh, you actually, like, the, the tales uh, with, with Manchester Cove, thinking about where you're at, you know that it is actually about 100 miles uh, northwest from where you guys are, so leading farther away from the shackles. Uh, because all oh, this giant island chain far away from the shackles, great places for people to hide treasure. Pretty, uh, pretty good indication that that's probably where it's going to be hidden. Hundred miles north. A hundred miles northwest of 
Tidewater Rock. Uh, as as far as the albatross flies. But, uh, so does anybody know where we're going? It's a hundred miles north of Tidewater Rock. Yeah. That's the last I've heard of it. Uh, lady, my lady, would you be um, interested in joining us, or are you, uh, are you going to stay here? Oh, no, 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 love. I'm, I'm going to stay here, um, simply because, uh, just to make sure if anyone else decides that they want to have a go at all of us, we'll be hopefully ready to go. But, uh, no, I, I, I could not uh, abandon, abandon my post here. Uh, but but I, I would definitely say, and Captain, I know it, it's late and all of you should probably get some sleep. Um, I, I, I think um, if we're able to, we should still strike that deal before all of you leave in the morning. Well, I think that's a very wise uh, thing and beneficial for both of us. I agree with that, and uh, we can talk about uh, the terms for it in the morning. I. I'm incredibly tired. I know Master Eek and I have been drinking for a while, waiting for your ship to come back, and he looks like he could probably pass out at any moment. And I would also suggest to Captain, while you're thinking about it, I've heard of this tale of uh, Man Catcher Cove before, but this, this riddle, this verse that was on her back, you, you all may want to look into that as well, too. That could be important. I couldn't tell you about it. Well, I have not heard that verse before, but, but think on it, get some sleep, and I will see all of you in the morning. Please take any extra food that you would like from upstairs, and, uh, and yes, have a good night. I'm going to retire for the evening. She holds her hand out to you, Captain. I uh, take it and kiss it. Good. She holds her hand over to Lockhart. Um, he's gonna kind of like side eye and then give her a kiss. Bennett. Bennett's gonna kind of look at both and he's gonna give her hand a nice firm shake. She looks at you and she just <clears throat> kind of smiles, gives you a little wink with it. Eek! If I'm not mistaken, I'm passed out on the floor. <laughs> oh, that's right. You fell asleep. Yep. It just kind of kicks you a little bit of toe. Like, okay. All right. I, I, I like, all right, lady. Good night. And I'll just kiss her foot. Puts her hand over to Azara. My lady. Naradia. Good evening, my lady. Thank you for all the information and your hospitality. Good night, all. I shall see you all in the morning. She disappears out the door. Uh, Royster is still standing there. He's like, I can uh, take all of you down down below. Yes, please get, get some rest. We shall. Uh, when she talked about terms in the morning, I, I don't quite know what, what terms she she intends to do. I know she was joking before the attack happened, but uh, but we'll discuss it more in the morning before you all take off. So Royster you leads all of you downstairs. Sorry, <clears throat> no, did you did you want us to kiss your hand too? No, I would prefer that you did not try to kiss my hand. Thank you. That's a lot hard. I appreciate it. I just have yes. one thing I, I need to grab first. Yes, Captain. Mm -hmm. And I will uh, 
take out my knife and try to uh, take the map with me. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I dig it. Give me, give me a survival <laughs> check, Captain. See how well you're able to. Do you, do you have uh, skinning or tanning by chance as a profession? <laughs> I do not. All right, go ahead and give me a survival check. See how well you can cut this map off of her backside. Uh, five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I feel like I I won't cut into it because I can do that well. It's more a matter of how good I do, you know? I think I like probably cut too deep. <laughs> like yeah. trying to saw yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, you do that and you just have a hunk of meat. Like, yeah, flesh. <laughs> There's like blood, like all and as you do you like you like like, you turn it just uh, slightly, and this, like, spout of blood just shoots across the room and hits a radio, like, right right in the, the, the shoulder. <laughs> blood. Oh, I'm leaving. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Lockhart. Everybody make a fortitude save or throw up. <laughs> but, so I, I will say you now, you like, now ah, have the map. Yeah. Big, big chunk. <laughs> <laughs> massive, massive chunk. Chunk of a chunk of a map. Uh, as uh, Royster uh, escorts you all downstairs to your boats, he sees you guys off. As uh, you get back over the siren song, Albert lifts all of you up. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Okay, anybody want a peanut? I call dibs on the hammock. Fine, and Eek starts like like stumbling his way, more of like. Not just like kind of like starts going one way, starts trying to compensate, goes the other way, and starts. It's like he's making like taking the most longest route to get to the captain's quarters. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the rest of you, is everybody else going to bed? Not. Uh, wait, I would stop the captain. Captain. Uh, captain Shy. Yes. Uh, you know, um, I. I can scribe this uh, piece of map of a meat onto a nice parchment paper if you want, so you don't have to carry skin around with you. Oh, uh, that's perfect. It was staining my pockets anyways. Here you are. Just take that one, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Um, uh, let me take care of this, and I'll bring it back to you. Perfect. Uh, we should keep the original copy, just in case you miss something. Do There's a little bit of jaw. Do I have a butt? You, a, a jaw. jaw? It should. Jaw? I believe it should be. It should be stretched in some manner. Otherwise, it will um sort of congeal. I may have left some of the meat on there. I think it probably needs to be scraped off somehow. And I believe there's a little bit of rib on this one. Perhaps a little bit too deep. All right. Well, it's a good thing I've um slaughtered pigs and. Such, I will take care of that for you in the kitchen. Just don't tell anyone else, because I don't want anyone to think that we're this human flesh on the kitchen table cutting world. Ah. People get so squeamish in the pursuit of knowledge. So strange. Yeah, good no, night, yes, Azara. So. Uh, good night, Captain. <laughs> I go down to the kitchen, and I grab some paper from uh, my area. There's parchment paper. 
Love it, John. Make a stretch map drum and start a drum circle. Everybody else going to bed? Anybody else staying up? Nope, I'm healing skin off of flesh, so. Healing skin off. Give me a survival check, please, to see how well, uh, <clears throat> how well you are at least. Red knows how to do this. Bennett, not so much. Six. Six. Yeah, you're you're like trying to. I mean, this this this. It's a big hunk of flesh, and you're just like hacking off, hacking away at it, and it's it's like. When you think about it, like Captain hacked all the way down to like her bone and everything too, and like all the muscle in the back of the ribs and stuff. It's a big old hunk of flesh. Uh, but I, I will say with your with your scrubbing skills, this 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 will work for you. Able to at least kind of draw the map out. It takes you takes you a little bit of time because it is flesh. There's a you're sitting by like a little candle. Um, and as you get that, are then you uh, you going to bed afterwards? Uh, yeah, you all uh, drift off to sleep. Uh, you all essentially uh, had a, a very crazy night. I mean, you pretty much picked up last week after this giant battle. But all of you rest incredibly peaceful. Awfully good. Everybody give me a will Radio. What'd you get, uh, Bennett? Seven. Seven. Um, yeah, all, all of you uh, wake up outside of uh, Bennett in the morning to uh, the ringing of your breakfast bell. Uh, you, you happen to glance over and you see Bennett just like passed out. Oh no, you wouldn't because you were actually in the captain's quarters. Sleep in the in the hammock. Uh, yeah, you guys wake up and uh, Bennett, what are, what are you dreaming about? What uh, made you stay asleep? You did not wake up to the breakfast bed. Um, it was mostly just kind of nothingness, just kind of just peaceful oblivion, I guess. But there was a little bit of just kind of some. There was a nightmarish, not nothing too scary, nothing that would make me wake up. But it wasn't exactly restful. Yeah, because hearing laughter and seeing fire and a big hunk of meat with a rib in it just kind of floating around and seeing a little a little ship traveling on that hunk of meat yeah it was a weird dream uh you actually get a shaking wake uh and there's everybody else is getting getting their food and it's uh and it's rosy uh, actually, our audience has not been introduced really to Rosie. Rosie is another member of the crew. She's a halfling. Uh, she has a masterwork a hatchet on her side, and she also plays a violin as well, too. Uh, somebody in this crew actually has a giant crush on her, uh, but we haven't seen her that much because she's been really busy with the crew. Uh, we did see her actually a little bit during the battle. Um, yeah, she, she just shakes you. And she, she's like, um, and it's, are, are you all right? No, 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 I just wanted to make sure you're okay. You were tossing and turning just a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. You sure? I know everybody's been having trouble sleeping, especially after what happened last night. 
pirate's life what do you expect yeah that's true i'll give you that come on come on big guy let's get some breakfast and she just kind of smacks like your hip and walks away Captain, there is a, a knock on your, your door in the morning, and as Mr. Chainland peeks his head in. Oh, good morning, Captain. Um, uh, you want your tea? Is there anything else that I could get for you? Uh, just some toast, please, Mr. Chainland. And after uh, I'm done concentrating on, uh, on fixing my spells for the day, we have your lesson, of course. Oh, oh of course, Captain. Of course, Captain. Um, um, all right, do you, do you want the rest of the crew, or are you going to have a morning meeting at all? Uh, a morning meeting as usual. Ooh, and if you could retrieve my map from Azara for me, that would be most kind. Yes, 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 Captain. Yes, Captain. Um, Zit goes running. Uh, the rest of you guys, uh, breakfast for the morning. There is, uh, toast, which is actually really interesting. You actually see, like, this, uh, uh, like, this hunk of, like, iron that, uh, actually, let's, let's see how, uh, how well he's doing with toast this morning. Yeah, not too, uh, not too shabby. Not drunk at all. That was an eight uh, from my percentiles. So you see, like this hunk of iron with, um, with like this flame underneath it, and just like slabs of butter, and then just like this bread that that he's got. He's just, uh, and actually, it looks like he's he's dipping it in like some eggs that he's got, and sprinkle of cinnamon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. I just gave you French toast for the season finale. Mmm, yummy, delicious. Get it in in piratical bellies. Uh, but you guys see a Barrett like run down really quick and goes, um, uh, Captain says that everybody needs uh, make sure that you eat your food, and then we're gonna have a morning meeting, and he's gonna teach me how to do magic. And he just like grabs his stuff and he just runs up the stairs. Thanks, Jalen. Wow. Did he say he's gonna learn I'm how going to do magic? To... Yeah, I think that's what. Um... That's what I heard him say. I think it was about time. I mean, he's young, but his life really was put in danger during that fight. So I think learning a little magic is going to be beneficial to keeping him alive. Maybe I should learn some magic then, too. You are the only one who doesn't know magic. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. We can teach you a thing or two. Really? Well, what kind of spells would you be interested in learning? I I don't know. What? Like, do you uh, want to put people to sleep? Do you want to? Uh, no. It's really useful. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll have to think about it. Yeah, I guess unless, I sh I guess unless... I should look into that as like what type of things I would want to do. You could always ask Shice if you could have a lesson at the same time as Shailen. It's like a bonding experience. Oh, that's cute. Maybe I'll I'll think about it and I'm going to keep eating. What I have noticed from the night before Azara's tattoo Asking the DM. You are muted. muted. DM. Uh, Azar, would you have shown it to her at all? 
Want to see anybody else? Or did we see it when it happened? Was she uh, touched? Well, it, uh, I mean, you, 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 you guys saw the magic. Okay. Yeah, you would have seen it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You would have. You, you, me, and Shice would have seen it. I don't. Uh, and Chu. I don't think uh, Bennett or Eek would have seen it yet. Or I'll you would scooch. have seen the glowing. The glowing, at least. Okay. So I'll scoot myself and my stack of French toast over to Azara, wherever she's sitting, and just say, uh, in a more hushed tone, say, mm. "Hey, how 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 are you doing? Is your is your hand still doing that that glowy thing?" No, but I have a pretty cool tattoo of a sword on my hand. You see it? Oh my gosh! Is it is it will it come off, or is it, is it going to fade over time, or is it are you stuck with it? I don't know. I think it's permanent. I mean, it's not talking to me, thank God. But it was talking I, to I you. That was hard. I'm gonna put my ear to her hand. No. Hello. Hello. Oh. Do you hear me? You, you you hear you hear what sounds like flesh. It sounds like your hand. Oh, Radia, it's it's not talking. I promise you. All right. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll start glowing once. Oh, what if it acts like some sort of 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 tracker device as we get closer to the treasure? Maybe it'll start glowing, and then when we find the treasure, it'll disappear. Well, why? Why is the radio looking like listening to his eyes? No! Are you serious? What? Uh, okay, fine. We, it doesn't have to uh, be better, no, okay? No, 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 it's Lock, not your okay. Lock, Lock. No, it's, oh, no, it's wait, Azara. No. Wait, where am I? Am I here with what? them? <laughs> you're, you're, you're having breakfast right now. This isn't Lockhart's head. That's why I said Lockhart. Oh. oh. We didn't hear that part. Uh, Lockhart, <clears throat> why, is, why is the radio, like, trying to listen into Azara's hand? She thinks it's still in it. I'm still in it. <laughs> That's funny. You should uh, you should totally mess with it. That'd be really funny. Uh, how, how would I mess with her? If I don't know. You, I me you, you mess with everybody else, don't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, oh, well, I'm kind of going through something right now. Uh, well, you just eat your French toast then. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I should commit. Click. And it, so in his. Oh, fine. <laughs> show me off then. Well, well, I had something important some... to say. Uh, well, what else did you want to tell me? What is it? I had a dream about my father last night. That's your father? It's the only memory I ever remember of him, but. um. I, do you know anything about a bonded oath? Well, I guess you could say the two of us are kind of bonded together, but that's really all I can think I know about it. Yeah, well, my family, if someone saves your life, you owe them. Uh, I think I'm a captain. 
talk louder because the feedback is coming out really loud right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fine. Adam, mute yourself for one second. Say what you just said, Chu. Uh, um, yeah, um, in, in my family, and it's the only lesson I've ever learned from my father, is that someone saves your life. Uh, you owe theirs in return. And I, I think I might owe Captain my life for saving you. Um, I, I saw my father do it. Um, and I, he, um, and I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I need to find someone strong enough to be able to do it. Understand. Hopefully, uh, you'll be able to. Yeah, you did say I'm a captain and safe me. You know, did I tell you she has really soft hands? Yeah, you, you talk in your sleep. I don't know what that is. There's a lot about soft hands, eh? What's, well, we need to, we need to talk about boundaries or, you know, respecting women. And treating them not as objects but as people, but it's okay. I'm I'm learning it myself. Um, I just got rid of the mermaid, so I'm feeling really weird right now. <laughs> Aradia, do you just see Lockhart talking to himself right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems like to be a very serious. You know, I can't really hear. Zara, I think, I think after what happened at the tower i feel like maybe he's doing some sort of self-reflection you know we talked about this before he had quite a quite a bit of temper you know it was you know acted on reaction as opposed to thinking things through but i think spending time with the rest of the crew has really taught him to be a little bit more considerate i think he's trying to impress you as well <laughs> um, i doubt that you don't, you don't see it. No. He everything he does, he tries to impress you. <sighs> she just. I mean, I don't know how slit. you feel about it. It's just, I, I think um, you're important to him. Is what I'll say. I know, but everyone is important to everyone right now in this ship. To hear the yes, I know everyone is important to everybody. The captain needs you all up up now because I need to learn my magic. Ah, oh, okay, uh, Changlin. I guess Why don't I'll you eat breakfast, breakfast so you have go. energy? F yes, I guess right. we're we're going. I'll take my French toast with me. I do too. I maybe if you had that chain shirt, he wouldn't run so fast. <laughs> uh, captain, a knock at your door. Um, but Chainley comes in with food and your tea for the morning as well, too. Uh, <clears throat> uh here you go, Captain, and he walks over and he just, like, shakes you, Eek. Um, you pop up out of bed. He, he goes, here you go, Master Eek, here is your, here's your French toast, make sure it's quite delicious. Alright, Captain, everybody's on their way, and then we can get on with our lesson as soon as we're done. Very well, Mr. Chainlin. Master Eek, do not eat in the hammock or else the Captain is going to yell at me. Don't do that. Please step out of the hammock and sit in a chair. You're muted, Justin. Okay. 
Still muted, muted, Dustin. Uh oh. I'm so muted. I'm sorry. I, I I was just so stunned by this delicious looking French toast that I was just like, I if I if you didn't want me to eat it, why did you give it to me while I was in the hammock? Because um, I was trying to Captain, upload it. Chainlink, come here. Thanks for the French toast here. Hold on to the French toast. Just just take the French toast. Thank you. Holding it. He coughed out of the hammock. Then he takes the French toast back and he goes over to like the captain's <laughs> desk, desk and just sits down Bless and starts. Nom, 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 nom. Bless you. At that time, uh, another knock at the door as the rest of your uh, members uh, show up. Ah, uh, good morning, officers. I trust everybody has recovered from yesterday's activities. Good morning. Good morning, Captain. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, so for today, we will uh, be with Aradia, trying to uh, sell whatever wares uh, the Lady of the Tower is willing uh, to purchase. Uh, and then we will make all preparations. And I intend to uh, set out. Uh, if we do not get any communication from our stowaway on, the, uh, on our enemy's ship, I propose that we uh, continue to follow this map. Oh, move that out. What hmm. is spread it oh, out? Uh, Mr. Chainin of oh, paperweights my... seems to be curling on the edge. There we go. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. It's starting to smell, but I think that uh, with a couple candles, that won't be a problem. Captain, I drew you the map. Well, Zimbai, my this? <laughs> I don't know. You wanted to keep the skin. I, what that? You asked me to get the flesh off of it. Is this you a trustworthy replica? No, it's not replica. It's the actual skin off the back of that woman's back. No, I know. It's a paper one. Is it a good replica? Well, yes, look at it side by side before that skin okay, dribbles holds up it for me so I can gaze jerky. upon it. All right, I'll hold Pretty it. Here good. You go. Gaze upon it. Yes. Uh, yours doesn't have this spot. Oh, never mind. It's a mole. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no. But let's keep this one. Let's keep this one just in case we lose the paper one. Okay, but okay, you should put it so, in a jar, Captain. All right, Mr. Chainlin, put this in some uh, salt water and make sure it's sealed tightly so it does not rot. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Very good. And please do not drip gore upon the deck. Clean this up. Okay. Now. <laughs> okay, Chainlin, so that we will are. go nowhere near my inventory. You understand me? Nowhere. <laughs> Chaylin, anyway. can you grab me a cup of tea as well? <laughs> Thank you. Anyone else? Uh, poor oh, if, if you're going down and getting some more, some more no, tea, no, um, no, he's gone. More, just he's bring gone. up whatever leftovers by the French toast. Uh, all right. Sorry, Captain. Me anyway. We are here, and I and I intend that we should sail uh, towards this treasure map. Uh, Aradia, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but our 
our monetary gain is not as much as one might expect for being uh, pirates upon the seas. Unfortunately not, Captain. Um, the lady has more than enough of those ivory uh, candelabras, and uh, while she does express her interest in liking them, she was not um, wanting to purchase additional ones from us. She did trade us some gold for five of our plunder, so we do have a little bit something to get us by, but hopefully after we do um, about on this new island that we're going to if we find anything we can add it to the rest of our plunder and hopefully the next port that we go to that's not going to try to kill us we can gain some more money good then uh i su i make a suggestion that we prepare to set sail uh to follow uh, this map uh aradia uh myself and, oh, let's see here, uh, Mr. Lockhart, uh, we will go ashore and, and complete our business transactions with the lady. Uh, Eek, I believe uh, there's much work to be done upon the ship. Seems to have taken a beating. Uh, perhaps Mr. Bennett can, Mr. Ishmael can help you with that. And Azara, uh, you can get, the, get an inventory of the crew, see how they're doing, and we can prepare to weigh anchor as soon as uh, we have all of the goods aboard. Uh, we should waste not a minute. Hi, Captain. Does anyone have anything else? Hi, Captain. Uh, yes. Hi, Captain. Okay, then. Dismissed. Barrett comes running back uh, to the, the door with some uh, <clears throat> with some tea for everybody. He's just like, uh, Captain, um, it looks like, uh, I think the lady that you were talking about and the old man in the armor, uh, it looks like they are actually uh, over on the shore with a few of their guards. Uh, and asking permission if they can come aboard the ship. I, I think they didn't well. want to bog you down with trying to get over to the shore. Uh, uh, I think his his name his name is Roy Roy Sir the, the old uh, the Roy old Sir. man. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yes, Captain. Uh, I I I think they wanted to come come aboard and, and speak to you. And it sounded like he said that they did have uh, the money uh, as well too for you as well and some other goods that they wanted that they wished to give you. They wanted us to be on our way as soon as we could if we wanted to. Because I knew that we were definitely pressed for time. Oh, very good. Um, well, make it so. Um, do, do you want? Do you all want to stay in here? And once they get aboard, they can all come in here and meet you in here. Or would you rather meet them out upon the deck, Captain? Uh, uh, we will uh, do some do honor and meet them upon the deck. Yes, Captain. Uh, he leads you out, and, and sure enough, you actually see Royster, um, Lady Smithy, uh, in, a, in a, one of their own long boats, uh, with uh, two two of their guards uh, make their way over to the side. Uh, Albert <clears throat> um, throws down the equipment to him, latches him up, and pulls themselves up. And Royster looks over. Uh, good morning, Captain. Good morning, Sirens on crew. How are you on this fine day? Well, well, we do very well, thank you. Good, good. Um, yes, uh, we knew that uh, you were uh, definitely going to be in somewhat of a hurry uh, this morning. Uh, we wanted to uh, give you your coin uh, for um, all the gold that we had promised you. Um, and he hands you a, a bag, a um, pretty heavy bag of some uh, some coinage, because you guys were able to at least get off five points of plunder uh, for your seconds. Um, he says, um, also, uh, there were, there were some other items as well, too, and he produces a chest and opens them up. He goes, this was actually found, um, on, uh, Isabella, 
and figured that maybe you would want to take a look at some of these items as well uh, before you went to cough. And then there was one other uh, one other thing, um, and Lady Smithy wanted to talk to you about it. Lady Smithy steps oh, forward. Oh. Uh, yes, Captain, we had uh, we had talked uh, before you all left uh, to come to an agreement with all of you. Um, I, I don't know if we, we wanted to venture into, like, as business partners, one would say. Um, oh, uh, please, uh, come into my quarters. Um, uh, but of course, of course. Um, and uh, steps inside. Uh, is anybody else going in with the captain? Or is everybody else, is anybody staying outside? Yeah, Radia and Lockhart, right? Okay, sure. <clears throat> uh, Ethan Bennett, are you guys going... Yeah, I was gonna say I'll check out the I'll check out the chest. What's in there? Sure, sure, sure. Am I getting um, any magic feelings or just like shiny oh, stuff? Oh, are we all? Oh yeah. Here? I thought we were separating. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. Oh, we Is, were. Who's we did, but they came to us. Yeah. They came to us. Oh yeah. I I would like to look in that chest if we can. Or, but if we're going to talk now, I'm staying with the captain. Okay. So Radia, Azara, Lockhart, going with the captain. And Ethan Bennett's uh, going through the items. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. Um, you guys walk in. Um, yes, James Chip. Uh, as as he's leaving, Lockhart's going to turn around and Bennett, find me something cool. <laughs> um, so you, you guys walk in. Uh, Lady Smithy, uh, she actually sits down at your uh, table, Captain, at your desk. And she goes, So. Uh, Captain, uh, there are a couple different ways that we could go about this. Now, I know all of you thought I was joking a little bit. Uh, we were saying one thing that we could do is we could actually uh, take you all hostage. And she just kind of smiles at that. She's like, uh, that, that got a rise out of the big red man uh, the other night. I thought that was funny. Uh, you all could just murder us here, and you could take the, the rock for yourselves. Or there is one other thing we could do as well. I and I... I am very honored, but I I am quite elderly, uh, my lady, and I I believe you could do much better. Um. Well, yes, I was thinking of a uh, of a marriage proposal, Captain. Uh, <laughs> I I was speaking in jest, but uh, you are uh, serious, my lady. Oh 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 yes, but not you 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 are a very very kind kind hearted man. I'm actually referring to her when she points at Zara. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, um, in in that case, uh, I, perhaps uh, we should give you uh, five minutes to uh, discuss it. Uh, I, I feel like this is not. Uh, it, it, oh no! No 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 no! It, it, no, uh, Captain. It, 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 first. Uh, Captain, the fit with the the, the first mate. Captain. Now, 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 listen. I was, yes, I was at first thinking of you, uh, Lockhart, but uh, red is not really my color, um, unfortunately. Um, and ah. the captain himself is 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 too old for me. No, no offense. But uh, <clears throat> somebody who was uh, quite brave and uh, actually quite beautiful as well too, I would uh, I would not mind. And now, one thing I will say, uh, Mrs. R, if we do come into this marriage, um, <clears throat> what it would be is you would essentially have all uh, run with me as uh, 
I could say, as my partner in Tidewater Rock. Any uh, goods that I do proclaim here that you could uh, definitely, uh, you and the rest of the crew, could be a part of if you so desire. And whether we consummate the marriage is completely up to you. Well, I feel like this is the perfect time that we should be going, Mr. Raven. Uh, uh, I just... Tea grabs this. Uh, Mr. Lockhart, if you could hold this for me. Five minutes, perhaps. Uh, no. Uh, oh, I just have so much to do. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll be right back. I can't breathe. <laughs> and you guys go to exit. Uh, Eek and Bennett, looking through uh, that chest of stuff. <clears throat> um, a couple things that you see in there. Uh, you see a rapier. Actually, a, a very pretty looking rapier. Um, you see a couple of daggers, uh, you see what looks like a necklace, and you also see, actually you see a couple necklaces in there, um, and then you also see what looks like a, um, almost like a tied headband, uh, that you guys actually remember that she was wearing upon her brow. Uh, and then you also see what looks like, um, wooden dentures as well, too. Okay. She didn't look that old. I wonder what. It, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't full dentures. It looks like, uh, if you think about, like some dentures people used to have, it would be like two teeth or something. They would put like a like a, a thing in their mouth. It, it looks like um, when you look at it, it looks like it was the back molars. So like like two or three molars on like this uh, like this denture metal work. <clears throat> These are, these are nice. Um, and you're muted again. Can't hear a thing you're saying. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I was yourself. just, you know, blown away by all these beautiful things. But, Bennett, seeing how you're here, how about I check to see if any of these daggers are magical? Like some magical daggers, Bennett? Need a. Sure. You're looking for magic. I need some spellcraft. Spellcraft, one of my expertises. As soon as I find it on my spell, Aha. oh yeah. Okay, here we go. Bennett, here is. That is a twenty-five. And I'm just looking all over these, all of these daggers. Uh-oh, uh-oh, my, my, my skill, I can't hear a thing. <laughs> um, so one thing you notice, these are not magical daggers. You're not getting any magic from them, but they are uh, masterwork daggers. So a set of masterwork daggers. Um, the, the sword itself, as you're actually looking at this, um, and catching a, a little bit of that magic from it too, you like the name instantly pops into your head because as you're looking at this, uh, the hilt of this rapier it looks like a, a writhing purple sea snake, and you remember hearing stories about this um, in 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 pirate uh, lore. It's called Brine's Sting. It's a plus one rapier, and what it does is if you hit somebody with it, your target has to make a fortitude saver to take a minus one penalty on attack and damage rolls. For one round, as salty brine drips painfully into their wound. Oh. Not bad. 
which then on a successful critical hit against a creature with the aquatic or water subtype, the target takes an additional 3d6 points of damage as its flesh cracks and withers from dehydration as salt crystals form around the wound. That's fun. The other stuff, uh, you actually can't quite tell what the headband is. Uh, eek. Like, you're definitely catching some magic off of that, but it's very hard to determine what that is. And then you also notice, uh, same thing with the, uh, the necklace. The one necklace, though, uh, it's a shark brooch, and it looks, or it's a shark tooth necklace, and it looks like it's the same material as the necklace that Lockhart had found from the Sawagin. So it is made out of deep platinum. But you could probably get some money off of it as well, too, if you decided to, to sell it. Money. As you're looking through everything, you see a uh, uh, captain, like, dragging Lockhart out of the captain's quarters. <clears throat> I know that was potentially very awkward. It seems like a very private conversation that we should not be a part of. Ah, um, no, we should definitely be a part of it. How are you gonna let your, your first mate leave like that? And you see, like, Lockhart, like, slowly picking you up, and he's like, Well, how are you gonna just leave your first mate leave? Mr. Raven, place me back upon the deck. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. And he, like, prestidigitates your clothes. Hey, um, yes. Yes. Now, uh, Mr. Raven, you were once married, were you not? Yes. Did you Did let you uh, outsiders determine uh, whether uh, Lavinia and you should <clears throat> consummate your marriage? No. So what? So what place do I have as the captain of the Siren Song, or you as? Uh, as the uh, master at arms mate, to tell Azara what or what she should not do uh, with the lady of the tower. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but what if there are outstanding circumstances that may make you um might you know not want a situation like that to happen? And that is a decision that Azara should make for herself, which is why we are standing outside of that room. I really thought now, she was going to ask not we? You. Why don't we talk to Mr. Eek? He has a treasure box right here. Doesn't that look exciting? Look at that. Won't that be so fun? Let's go see. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys, as you guys walk over uh, towards the map, we actually kind of go back and through the keyhole in the captain's quarters as we see Lady Smithy, um, Azara standing there, and Aradia at the same time uh, as well. And actually, both of you, give me a perception check real quick. Azara and Arabia, please. Do I have plucky yet? Probably not. Oh, right? God, that's bad. Perception. Um, 10. With, without pluck, I'll just say pluck is outside. 27. I have him waiting for Hornstone. Yeah. As, as you, um. As like everybody leaves, like you're kind of taking this all in. You kind of watch as the as the men leave, and as they shut the door behind them, you see like standing behind the door with his eyes wide open is like Barrett Chamberlain, just like standing there. He just kind of slinks farther back into the corner, and Lady Smithy speaks up. She she goes, "So, my dear, uh, what say you to that? I I know it has sprung upon you quite uh quite quickly. 
But um, uh, I leave the decision up to you. I I feel like uh, you'd be uh, you'd be a good one to do this. And and again, uh, we could we could make it last for about a year. One of my uh, one of my guards is actually a judge. Could marry us right away. We sign some paperwork. And as I said, you would have access to the tower anytime that you wanted. My lady, I'm very flattered, but I do spend most of my time on the sea. We would not have the chance to get to know each other. Um, I can't stay here. My life is on the sea with all of them oh. and my family, and I look at Aradia. Oh, 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 my, my dear, don't worry. My, my husband was out at sea far too. I hardly ever saw him, which was totally fun. I, he, he talked. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying that this, in case anybody would happen to come to this island or, or whatever, you would technically also be considered uh, one of the, I guess you could say, partial owners of Time Water 1. Oh. I mean, it's, that's, you know, again, I'm, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm the right fit for you. I don't even know you, my lady. Oh. It's fine. I don't, I don't even know you. I'm, I'm just saying it's one of the best ways that you could uh, possibly get away with any goods that come through here. Think of it more as like more of a business transaction, and then perhaps if you come back and visit, we can get to know each other more. May I think about this? I mean, of course, if you so desire. I don't know when the next time you will, you will be back. What if, what if someone else just happens in my life, and again, and I have to propose to them because they decided that they would rather have a marriage with me. I mean, maybe there's someone who would stay here with you, and and. It, but she she actually she she grabs her hands and she goes, "Listen, Cesar, you are thinking way too much about this. It does not have to be about love making. Again." Simple business transaction. You go about living your life the way that you want. Totally fine. I'm just giving you an opportunity. Something that could be beneficial to you and your crew. Because you and your crew seem very trustworthy. And I think you seem as one of the most trustworthy that I have met from this crew as well. Just look over at Aradia. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little... Motion her over. May, may I have a, a moment with my good friend Radia? Uh, yeah, that, that, that's totally fine. That's okay. She goes and she sits back down. She actually like goes over and just like plops down on the captain's bed, kind of. <clears throat> doesn't oh, put her my feet lady, up on would bed. you like to try the hammock? Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm quite comfortable. Oh, please, please talk. Awkward. Oh man. Um. I, um, I'm going to step outside with Aria for just one moment, please. Open the door. So you grab her wrist. You go to, you go to step outside, and and everybody's like outside. You guys are looking around the treasure chest. You guys look up, and you see like Aradia and Nazar like step out of Captain's quarters. No Lady Smithy though. <laughs> I'm gonna look at them the and go. No questions to everybody else, and I'll whisper to Azara. And I'll say, um, I, I, I know this is really sudden. How do you feel about it? It sounds like to me, she wants to do this as a favor to the crew as a business transaction. Again, the choice is yours, ultimately. 
but this would keep us in favor with the Lady of the Rock. No, I, and, I agree. And, and I know, I know it's weird. I know it's weird, but it's it's. I feel it would be beneficial. However, if you are uncomfortable with it, obviously we can say no, and I think the captain would not disagree. But think of things that that. It, it can give us a bit of a, a an edge where we go, you know. Um, Azara, the other lady of Tightwater Rock. Um, you, you know, Radia, between you and I, I love a man and man. I love a woman for the woman. I love whoever I am attracted to. But I do agree this may be beneficial. I mean, it seems like everyone on this ship is married. So I guess I should just it be married It seem too. like it. And I mean, this is just on paper. She said that, you know, of um, some of you. She does say that she never saw her husband. And he was her husband for a while. So this isn't really necessarily for for love but as for a business partnership well i mean but it's up I to you if you're uncomfortable you want to talk to the captain should we ask captain he's going to say yes you mm. know he's going to say yes well we do no, you don't know that the captain's very wise i'm gonna okay, uh, well, bring motion for the over. captain to come over <clears throat> i'm gonna wave Captain! Captain! Just the captain! Uh, yes? <laughs> Just the captain. Uh, uh, um, Radia? Zara? How can I be helpful? The Lady of the Rock is basically saying it would be more of a business transaction on marriage, so that way I could have a ties of our crew with their crew in case we need help. She's not necessarily saying I have to be in love with her, and she understands I'm going to be out on the sea most often. Do you well, think it would be beneficial? Uh, Radia thinks it's beneficial. Uh, well, it's it certainly provides uh, some income for you, uh, Azara. That that is a benefit, and uh, she's a lady after all. And. Uh, uh, who marries for love? Uh, apart from the peasants, uh, everything else is some sort of uh, contract. Uh, uh, one one would wonder if it's a business transaction. Uh, uh, what does she get out of it if if it is not uh, her being uh, uh, so at attracted to you? I mean, I don't I, I, no, I, I, I don't do think it's attraction, Captain. I think she said it's loyalty. I didn't steal from them when I was their um, hostage. Yeah, that's so, she brings up a good point. So she just she marries just whoever doesn't steal from her. No, I think she just trusts me. She well, what what is me. she? If it's about business, what is she getting out of it? Uh, one wonders. Is a, she, a hot wife? Uh, what? A hot oh, wife. What? Yes. Well, that that is one option. Either she needs uh, some sort of alliance with the siren song and wishes uh, to seal the deal like a landed noble, or or she just uh, I mean, it's uh, you know. Oh, for heaven's uh, sake! Give me a yes or no, Captain. 
Am I doing this or? No, but that's not what I'm. I don't know. It's just I'm saying that that uh, either she wants an alliance or or uh, as um uh, Aradia said that she uh, wishes to. You know, it's uh, and that is why. But she she must want something. Doesn't want anything. I don't even have to be intimate. You don't have to. She she doesn't have to be there. She doesn't have to see her. And she even said she put a time limit on it. She said it could be up to a year, and that's it. So maybe she's in it for the long haul and wants and wants to do stuff with you. I mean, look at you. You're uh, you're tall and uh, and elfy and uh, you're, you're young still. You're spry. It's, you know, a- attractive to some people and she's all alone in this tower. Maybe just once a year or something is good enough for her. I don't know. I don't know what she wants. But uh, she's got to want something. Why is she just giving away half her money for free? It doesn't make any sense. Unless, of Will course, she's just one of those her? people who hates to be alone. That could be it. But she said her has her husband has been out at sea for years, and she didn't care. Maybe she just likes the security of being married. I but I mean, I'm not sure. But she, you should ask her what she wants out of it. Right now, she's just giving away half of her stuff for free, and it doesn't make any sense. But that's the bottom of the day, Azara. What I have to say to you is. Um, do what you want because it's your marriage or not marriage and like i think that you should really think of is that someone that you yourself one day might want you know because you'd be married and everything and i don't you know just that's what i you should think about it because it could happen I think because you would be married do I I understand you're an elf but do I need to explain to you uh but married may perhaps uh perhaps actually I should give this to Raven he has actually been married Captain um I, I don't I don't think you have to try to explain to her anymore uh, Yes, uh, as as you say, purely business transactional. And one, this is uh, as a thank you for uh, taking care of Isabella for us and protecting all of us as well. You uh, saved Royster, and this is the least that I can do for now. And I figured this was a, a great opportunity. My dear, if you do not want to, that is fine. I will just ask a radio. <laughs> uh, no. I pushed Radia back because Azara would do anything for her crew, so. Alright. Let's get married. (laughs) (laughs) She says, uh. Never mind, I'm gonna say it. She says, uh, Charlie, please step forward. And one of her guards actually steps forward. And he he goes, Right, um, here, actually, uh, I have a a document here for you to sign, Miss, uh, Miss Azara. It just says that uh, the two of you are going to uh, be married for at least a term of a year. Uh, purely, well, not purely, but uh, is going to be a business transactional with an opportunity for love. Who knows? It is totally fine. But yes, this is how we sign things. We need your name, 
um, your birth name. Uh, if we could have a blood signature as well, too, we will do an exchange of rings, say a couple of vowels, and then you are good to go. Totally fine. No worries. Sounds good to me. L L Lady Azara of Tidewater Rock. Uh, yes, I will get back wait, to uh, Mr. Lockhart in just a moment. Wait! Radia, do you, do you want to get married instead? What do you, you do? What, what's wrong? Azara, look at the fine prints. There's always tiny words on the bottom. There you go, you read it. You look and there's no fine okay. prints. Okay, I think it's okay to sign uh, a spellcraft check on the contract to see if it was magic. It is not magic. <clears throat> Can I also do a um, not bluff. Uh, what is it in sense here? Motive. Sense motive yeah, check it, on. Yeah, sense motive. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. You give me a sense motive. Conversation. Yep. And Bennett, I need a perception check from you. So. Why? Um, I have nothing to do with to... this conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna use my gold coin from last week from John Christian to give me a plus one for a seventeen. Seventeen. I mean, all of this seems very, very tried and true. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like she's lying like at all. She seems very genuine. <clears throat> all right. Eighteen. Eighteen. Wow, Bennett. Mm. <clears throat> um. Now, ben, as as you're like standing there, like looking through all the all the stuff in this uh, in this tray, you actually uh, you kind of look down a little bit and you see that that dagger of yours is glowing. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, dagger of judgment. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm pull out my pull out the dagger. Does, do you know? Mm, does anybody does anybody know what this means, Captain? What does this mean? Oh, um, um, that's Adam, would I have known? Would I have known when I told him what it was when he attacked me? No, that was, that's a different. This is the dagger you guys got off the the ship that you fought the Swagger. Oh. Can I do a quick uh, detect magic? Yeah, all of us. Yeah. Oh this yeah, I mean, you guys... I have no idea what it's spellcraft. Does. Well, I mean, you guys—you guys tried it on it before. It is a new day. You can try it. <clears throat> I do. Can I do a spellcraft? Anybody spell for it? Anybody get it? Oh, yeah. I'm like, 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 I'm well, I've only like had it for a day. Drink? It did. Hey, Captain! I mean, I was able to use it once. Ah, dagger. It's glowing. Very good. No, it's glowing. What is that? You're the master spell person. What does that mean? Yeah, well, it means it's emitting light. Let me see here. Uh, I have a spellcraft of 15. Okay. Oh, no. It's, it's glowing for some reason. Like, identify it. <clears throat> So, uh, Mrs. Aura, please, if you, while they're figuring out about this glowing dagger, uh, please uh, just sign your name. Um, yes. Um, and and then he name. produces, all right, he produces uh, two rings. 
Yes, Lady Azora, something else that you are objecting to. Radia. I wrote a 25 for Spellcraft. <laughs> 25 for Spellcraft. Yeah, um... Actually, you... It's very far and in between tales that you've heard of, of daggers such as this. A dagger of judgment, Radia. But a dagger of judgment tends to be able to point to you when you are in the vicinity to somebody that used to be a judge. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I'll 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 tell them. I'll tell tell people after the marriage. Um. So, uh, my my ladies, two rings for you, uh, and they're two uh, silver bands <clears throat> as well. Now, now, my lady, these are magical bands. You can change it to whatever color you so desire. But uh, hands it to you, and they're both silver. Uh, please, each of you, take one in your hand. Um, please place them on the finger of the other one, and please, both of you, repeat after me. I. I. State your I. Uh, state your name. State your name. Oh. No, no, you, you actually say. <laughs> uh, Lady Smithy of Tidewater Rock. Um, <clears throat> they, uh, uh, I take you Lady as my. Zara. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I take you the other one of me. Uh, to be to be my mate upon the seas. Be my mate upon the seas. To find you when the sun sets. Oh, that's romantic. To find you when the sun sets. And to see you as the sun rises. And to see where the sun rises. Um, yes, so this is a very uh, intimate thing. Uh, it's very easy the way that we do things. Uh, you two, uh, congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you... Uh, Mrs. and Mrs. of Tidewater Rock, you may kiss the bride, and like she actually grabs you and pulls you in and kisses you. Oh. <clears throat> she goes, I, she goes, I think Lockhart like came back from being fainted, saw them kiss, and went, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> We're um, married! <laughs> yes. Um, and she looks at you and she says, well, congratulations, uh, my dear. Um, now I'm sure Captain, uh, my dear, and she just kind of winks at you as are, I'm sure you all have things to do. Please, uh, come back. Uh, I shall be waiting for you on your return. <clears throat> she grabs your hand and kisses it as are. Okay. I've, I've heard I have soft hands, my lady. Oh, you actually do have some. You have very soft hands. I like soft hands. Soft hands are always good. She winks at you, turns and walks away. <clears throat> I've been feeling about this situation. Uh, I mean, good for her. Well, I don't. Well, I mean, I'm no, not happy for her. No, no, it's a beautiful click, thing. Click, <laughs> click. <laughs> as uh, as as she turns and hops back in her boat, Royster uh, looks at uh, you, Captain, as well too, and says. Uh, yes, please uh, come back whenever you can. Please be careful in your journey. That you find uh, there have been ships that have gone to Mancatcher um, Coven Pass and returns. So be careful if you're actually going for this treasure. And we will see you when you return. Get some votes. Yes, my lady. Question. What's the lady of the rocks first name? I don't know your wife's name. <laughs> I don't think so. It's a gas. Um, a gas. 
Agasta, yeah. Oh, Agasta, Smithy. Okay, sorry, mm -hmm. guys, I didn't write it down. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, uh, yes, it's Agasta. Might be wise to know your lifestyle. Yes, another question. Has she been married before? Um, as long as I have known her only to her husband. How long were they together? Until we found out that she had died about seven years ago. I think they were married for a good 12 years. It's been almost 20 years since she has been married to anyone, as far as I know. He's a cougar! Do not talk to the. Do not talk about the Lady of the Rock that way, Mister Bennett. Yes, yeah, you don't talk to me that way, Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> um, as he hops in the in the boat, and Albert lowers them, they start uh, rowing back. Uh, you actually see uh, Lady Smitty just kind of looking up at you as our arm just kind of blows you a little kiss. They make it back to the shore as they work their way back up uh, into the tower. Well, that was not how I thought this morning was going to go. Surprise weddings for all. I'm actually surprised that Hawkheart wasn't like, I have Jack. Why didn't you Walker do that? still passed out on your <laughs> Wow, that's why. <laughs> well, um, um, he reaches into his pocket and like pulls out like a little um, bit of... He doesn't really have rice. He's just gonna like he's gonna pour up just a little bit of like powder that he has to have and like Mazelta. <laughs> and um Alright, well congratulations, um, Presley Azara. Um we have gifts. We have wedding gifts here. And he like points to the Um Adam, I've gone through some of this cool stuff. We have um a magical rapier. A whole bunch of um, masterwork daggers. I believe we have um, two magical work daggers. Or was there more? Magical work daggers? Non magical work Mas daggers. Masterwork. Master yeah, those. Masterwork daggers. Um, Captain, you might want to take a look at this necklace. I have no. I, I, I know my magic stuff okay. Um, but that thing's magical. And I have no idea what it does. Same thing with the um, with the headband. Both of those things are magical, and I don't know what they do. Um, and um, some teeth. Some teeth. Um, real quick, were, were, were the teeth magical? I think the teeth okay, were no just like teeth. shark's Eek, tooth. He's just like he starts looking at them, and he's just like. These aren't magical, and he just starts like playing with them. Well, as as you actually do, you notice that uh, the back wooden tooth, like the top, kind of pops off from it. Um, and you you look inside, and you see a black. Um, it looks like a, a black needle inside of it. <sighs> uh, um, I'm going to examine it for poison. Examine it for poison. Yeah, give me check. What kind of check is that? Um, give me a survival check. Medicine? Dentistry. Oh, come here. Oh, hey, uh, what roll that dice? That dice is pretty far away now. 
Uh, you said medicine or what? Uh, I'll take medicine or survival, whichever one. Oh, okay. Uh, which one is higher? This game doesn't have medicine. Oh, well, then oh, no, I this guess one it's survival then. Survival. Okay, and this would be a 14. Uh, 14, you, you can't really tell what kind. You can definitely tell there was poison in this needle, and you start to you start to think a little bit, as you kind of tell everybody that he, it all kind of makes sense to all of you when she was chatting with you in the cell, why she started foaming at the mouth. And she started going into seizures as well, too. It looks like she essentially, whatever poison was on this needle, she was able to inject it into her mouth and basically... <clears throat> Uh, it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I am going to play because he definitely wants to see if he can find out what kind of poison this is, and maybe be a seeing how you know he does have the skill of um, some poison skills. I want to put these poison skills to the test, but we'll take care of that later. As daggers, I'm going to hold up the masterwork daggers because I have two of those already. It's like, does anybody want these? Uh, I can always put them in our into our inventory. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, I also oh, have I have two regular daggers that I could swap out, so then I have four masterwork daggers, and I don't have to worry it. about as much <laughs> as much of a variation in the daggers that I use. Yeah, I mean, oh, if you yeah. want to give me the, the, your old regular ones, I can put those in the inventory. Yep, pull out the Instead. two regular daggers out of my boots, hand them over to Aradia, and take the other two, twirl them a little bit, and stick them in my boots. There was As... two necklaces, correct? Yes, one of them was uh, the Deep Platinum, and another one was Magical. As you all are examining your goodies as well, too, Captain, are you having the, the ship get ready? Yeah, I'm having the ship get ready, and I'll take a look at the items that we haven't identified. Sure. As uh, everybody starts uh, going about their business uh, on the ship, uh, we start sailing um, to the northwest, away from Tidewater Rock. And uh, Azar, give me a, a perception check. Let's say the pluck was on your ship. That's 22. 22. As you start uh, sailing away, you happen to look up, and at the very top of the tower, you see the Lady of the Rock wearing her, this purple flowing gown as she's just standing there watching you as you sail off into the horizon. Uh, I'll say that this first day, actually, of sailing, uh, from what you guys actually determined from your maps and everything, it'll take you roughly about two and a half days to get there. Um, uh, depending on... Uh, yes, Brent, hand raised. Go ahead. May I may I attempt to make some bullets and gunpowder again? Uh, you sure can. Uh, it's going to be a lot easier for you this time. I will say that you're able to, uh, just because it, it is your second time trying it, so you are successful. Yes. Excellent. Um, <clears throat> uh, did the rest of you guys want to try to figure out what uh, the magical necklace and the headband were? Go ahead, give me some yes. other... Yes. yes, for those of you that did not attempt to spellcraft, go ahead and give me one. What if we're not trained? Uh, right? Spellcraft is one you need to be trained in 
Octane. <laughs> Captain, what'd you get? Arcana. Oh, Captain's back. Just... What'd you get, Captain Power Ranger? Dun 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 dun. Thirty-two. Oh Thirty-two. Oh. 32. Oh. 32. Oh. Wow, I only That's got why a the karate moves. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that a so, nat twenty or no? That's a nat twenty. Go, yeah. Captain Shot. Oh, nice, Captain. Nice. Uh, so Captain, uh, one, th uh, the amulet itself, the one necklace, uh, the other non-magical or the magical necklace is a amulet of natural armor plus two. And the headband, it's called the Headband of Alluring Charisma, plus two. Wow. So the amulet will give you a plus two to your armor, and Alluring Charisma will bump somebody's charisma up by two. Dang. Just good stuff, good stuff. Are any um, of you guys charisma casters? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe I could it. be one day. I have an 18 in charisma. Well, this would put you at a 20. Ooh, oh, that a, just means her saves and stuff. I do, have, I do have a negative in charisma. If that's shocking. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, we that's we can okay. tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounded like it was real. That sounded like it was more Rossi than Chase Heisenberg right there. <laughs> because uh, it was. <laughs> Well, I guess. Uh, charisma. Uh, Am I the only charisma? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. You should take the headband. Then, uh, sure. If no one else can use it and roll off, then I will take it. Ooh, this is lovely. Put it on. What about this? What? Uh, what? What does it? What does it look like, Azara? I don't know. What does it look like, DM? You, you tell me. What's it look like? Okay, it came off the snake. It's this lady who looks like snakes and tattoos, I would assume. Um, kind of Celtic knot-ish, dark green, foresty, like just like almost like Celtic knots, but resembles more of waves of the ocean. And it's underneath my hat. And my hat. And your hat, you can borrow my headband when you want to, Bennett. You know, you have a lot of hair, so you might need a yeah, headband. To hold too. my to hold my hair back, that'd be nice. <laughs> okay. And then we have this armor of amulet of natural healing plus two. Natural healing. Natural healing. Natural, 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 no, natural armor. Natural armor. Like, Does that give my, you a plus uh, two to your huh? AC? Mm -hmm. You don't need it. No, Lockhart. I want a of natural healing. Lockhart would like that. No, you're you're like you're like unbeatable right now. Obviously, we shouldn't not give it to Brent because he already has that ring of invisibility. He's not using. What? What did you say about Bennett? Don't give it to Bennett. I said we shouldn't what? give it to Bennett because he already has a ring of invisibility. He's not using. I feel oh, attacked. That's right. I gave you one, mm -hmm. didn't I? Mm -hmm. You mean this I, one? I feel like it should I'm be something that's beneficial to. That does have it on. And then Bennett turns into. I invisible. don't need it. I don't need. I'm not gonna use it just for, just to show people that I have it on. 
but it is there complaining that you know that you don't use it so if you use it then you're like see i used it as as you're all trying to determine who gets loot we'll continue on with our journey uh pretty much the the first day uh out to sea everything is it's a good day the breeze is in your favor um so we'll definitely uh, make up a good time uh we come to night time is anybody going to take night watch at all i will i can take first watch. watch i only need two hours so who's uh, so who, who who's taking watches uh, sorry there was like do, all three of you guys said something at the same time i can do first watch aradia lockhart can do last watch because he has to prep spells i can do this third uh second watch i can do the first watch but then i have to go to bed <laughs> I I have um, this ring of um, sustenance, so I only need two hours of sleep. Yeah, it's the same with me. You can activate that once a day. Yep. Yeah, we'll do it overnight. So, so Azarok and I can take watch. We can take a middle watch. Is that all right? So, that uh, sounds like plan. Yes. So, a radiant captain, first watch. Eakin is our second watch. Lockhart, third watch. Bennett, are you doing a watch or are you sleeping? I'll hang out. I'll hang out with uh, Lockhart for the last watch. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, captain and radiant. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fill up my powder horn, so where it's full of powder gonna get a little pouch of 10 shots and then i'm also going to load my pistol and stick it in my belt look at that friend oh, you've cool. been working on that for five six months now and you now have a pistol yes <laughs> um, just watch i'm gonna fire and it's gonna explode so since you're taking the last watch i have a gift for you um so i he's gonna eek is gonna reach into his pocket and he's gonna hand him the two vials of clear ear what's this that he made for him um so what these do is you put them in your ears um two hours before you want it to take effect and it will actually make it so you can hear and kind of like get a better sense of the things that are around you um no offense i mean there are some times when you, you seem kind of oblivious to things that are around us um not being insultive but just seeing that this will help with that um however um it does give you really bad bo oh. um however nice. you'll be able to hear better you'll be able to see things better and you'll be able to like to smell things better okay Thank you for that. So I can hear, smell, and see things better. And I have BO. So that means that I will be able to smell myself better when I smell terrible. Thank you yes. for that. In, in other words, it gives you a two. plus two. It gives you a plus two to your perception, all, all perception rolls and knowledge rolls. 
but it gives you a minus two in charisma rolls. Cool. All right. I'm so, going to take those. I'm going to put them in my pocket. Good night, Eek. And oh, actually, you got three of them. Oh. I made you three. Okay. Trading of, of potions. Uh, Captain and Aradia. Uh, Captain, I, I take it you're probably steering uh, the ship, yes? Alrighty, uh, sailing through the night. Uh, the two of you, as everybody starts to, to go to bed, I need the two of you to give me a perception check, please. Guidance. Ooh. Got a 13. Oh, 26. 26. Um, Alrighty, as you're standing there with the captain, you look off into uh, the setting sun, in the west, and you see, it's like, it seems very familiar, like back in the distance, it seems like there is that whaler, that ship that you saw a couple days ago, like just on the horizon, the sun dips down, the ship disappears from view. Does it look like it's moving in the same westerly direction? Yeah, it, it actually looked like it was moving like southbound across the horizon. Towards us? Oh, towards the horizon? No, no, it, it's like on the horizon. You're seeing at it at the horizon, and it's moving southbound. You guys are heading northwest, but you see it just I like see. heading. It looks like it's heading southbound. I will attempt to point this um, whaler out to the captain. Captain, I That's saw this the same ship um, before we hit Tidewater Rock, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything to be worried about. They're not heading toward us, but I do find it interesting that this is a vast ocean, and I've seen this, I've spotted the same ship twice. Indeed. It's not the uh, same ship as the ones that attacked uh, Tidewater Rock, is it? Uh, no, Captain, I don't, I don't believe so. Which, speaking of, have you heard word from Short Spurtstone? Hmm. I've not. I you pray think he's that okay. he is safe. Well, he has not returned. He has well. a helmet. So, either he is fine, or something prevents him from using it. Let's hope, hope he's fine. Former. Yes. Yes, I would love to have more information on on that crew. I mean, now that they're without a leader. What are they going to do next? I assume promotes the second in command. But yeah. any ship would do. Yes. But also from what we've heard, they're not that competent. So maybe they'll just self-sabotage their own crew and just dissipate. Yes. Well... Reister did say that uh, Knuckles' grip was the second in command, the first mate of the Thresher. And uh, also the crew is loyal. It seems that he is uh, somewhat of a coward. So I do not expect mm. him to give us any trouble in the immediate future. I agree. And I'm sure, sure, I'm sure Shortstone's fine. Captain, this next place we're headed to, I know there's great treasure, but... um. Did I not hear mention of a, in the lure of a 
monster guarding the treasure, perhaps? Mm. It did say something about that. Uh, let me see here. I have the map in my pocket. Uh, if we could perhaps uh, review Is the riddle the together. One? Yes. Ah, this is much That's better. One. I'm the not afraid one, to hold this uh, one. Yes, the other one uh, tends to dampen my pocket, unfortunately. Ugh. Um, let's see here. What does this riddle say? I will read it to you right now. So, as you're looking at the riddle, it says, From Blue Blight's Embrace, Spy the Grave Lady's Prized Tooth. With the dawn flower's first kiss, climb the captain's wayward orb to claim old king's hoard. Dawn flower's first kiss. Um, this reminds me of the that, riddle yeah. we had in the. Mm. Um. To, uh, go, go ahead, Wendy. I'll, I'll, oh, no, it's fine. You go ahead. Okay. No, no, you um, go. go ahead. So, well, as I say, you guys are looking. Uh, you're studying this uh, riddle, correct? Um, is that the? Uh, is that? Does that pop? Does that one pop out to you, Aradia? That Dawn that Flowers line? first kiss. Yes. yes. Is that why you mentioned it? Okay. Go ahead yeah. and give me a religion check. You have any religion knowledge? No, I can't. I don't. I can't make it. Just local history. That's it, not religion. Captain, do you happen to have uh, religion at all? Yeah, but you're, you're not asleep. there. Yes, I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, and actually, it would be a twenty-six. Sure. So, as as you're looking at this, Captain, you you actually the dawn flower, um, the dawn flower's kiss. You actually kind of relate that to the sun. Uh, that is kind of etched upon this map. The, st the stylized image of the sun um, is actually the same stylized image of a goddess. The Dawnflower's first kiss actually refers to the goddess of the sun, Serenray, called the Dawnflower. So that that could definitely indicate that it, that line itself uh, could definitely indicate that you have to be able to, uh, with, with the rising sun, uh, perhaps uh, you will get another clue um, mm. on potentially where you can find the treasure. But that that line that line specifically, since it kind of stood out to you, already, that is something, Captain, you were able to, to figure out. Well, it does seem like uh, this dawn flower refers to uh, the sun god, so perhaps dawn. Yeah, but it does say right in there, dawn flower. So it seems to indicates that a further clue if we can arrive at these places uh, as a captain's orb and whatnot. Ah, yes. You're very wise, Captain. I mean, we'll have, you know, a little while to figure out the rest of the clue in this riddle. And hopefully we can just hop off, on, get on the island, get our treasure, and be on our merry way. Indeed. Uh, that, would, that would be the dream, wouldn't it? Yes. Captain, you're not upset that, you know, the lady didn't ask for your hand in marriage, are you? I am not. Uh, I must say I am I'm much more wed to my studies and uh, the 
increasing knowledge of the arcane. I, I have no time for a wife. Uh, but uh, I hope that uh, Azara and uh, and the Lady of the Rock, uh, well, the two ladies of the Rock, enjoy each other's um, marriage. Uh, perhaps it could be good for Azara. Uh, yes, uh, uh, and I will. I, I will also say it's. Um, I think it's brought a, sh a, sh a quite a shock to Mister Lockhart during the ceremony. Oh, you think so? Perhaps he's never attended uh, the wedding of two women before. It's it's possible, though he is not a stranger to wedding because he had one of his own. So I imagine he would be used to all the rituals and 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 whatnot. But I I, I think um it may be because he has expressed interest in Zara, though not very but well. Uh, what kind of interest? Uh, you, you know, he he finds her brave and talented uh, and do interesting. Not, do not we all? Yes. Yeah, she yes. does all things. That's why she makes a good first mate. Yes, I I, I agree, and I I I find Azara to be uh, amazingly talented and skilled in what she does. But I mean, um, he finds her more talented than the rest of us. Oh, he has an over uh, an over emphasis of her abilities, perhaps. Yes, and that perhaps he would like to mm, get to know her on a less friendship level and more professional level. Well, he's had plenty of time to do that. I mean, forty uh... days. <laughs> yes, as Captain, the as I... the first. The first shift is coming to an end as you guys are talking about this. Eek and Azara are making their way up onto the top deck. In the middle of this conversation. Uh, uh, I, 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 just, I just mean in a more... Oh, hi, Azara. <clears throat> hi. Uh, we're here to take the shift. You guys want to go to bed? Uh, yes, thank you. Um, and I'll point out the whaler ship that I spotted on the horizon to both her and Eek as well. Oh. It's weird, oh, right? We weird. saw it earlier. Yeah. Um Aradia, give me a profession sailor check for me too, please. <clears throat> As you point this off, you guys start heading to bed. Fourteen. Okay. Cool. So you point that out to him. And then you guys head Captain, you head to bed. Aradia, you head to bed as well? Uh, yes, yes uh, I do. Tonight, uh, uh, the shift is yours. The, the, the helm is yours, uh, Azara. And and I must apologize. I know that uh, most people on their wedding night prefer to spend it with their beloved. Uh, but uh, alas. Alas. I will spend it on the top of this ship. With me! With <laughs> I feel honored. Well, I, I feel honored, Azara, that but, you spend your wedding night with me instead of your your um your new wife. Again, business transaction. I know. I'm just well, giving you shit. I, I can I, think I of uh, much worse people to spend your wedding night uh, with than Mister Eek. So I bid you good night uh, to both of you. Good night. Good night, night Captain. Yeah. Captain, you had to you had to bed, fawn bed, pupil 
crawls his way out of your coat and nestles up in your, in your beard. Aradia, as you're laying there drifting off to sleep, you're just kind of thinking about that whaler a little bit. And as, as you finally start to lose consciousness, you realize you guys were heading northwest. And that was heading more south direction. You actually realize it was actually going against the wind. As you drift off to sleep. Uh-oh. Sorry, Neek. You guys are taking the second watch. It's a nice, peaceful night, Eek. Can't hear you. It's too peaceful. It's too quiet. Speak up. Oh, sorry. The wind is, like, really bad. Um, so, yeah. Um, how does it feel to be married? It was peaceful. I, mean, I, so I, I got a smooch on the lips. That's all I know. And signed a piece of paper with my blood. Yeah, pretty interesting. Have you been married before? Nope. Never have. Um, I've been you know, a little too wrapped up in my work, you know, running for my life, um, getting kidnapped by pirates, becoming a pirate. Um, not like that. That, that That's something that I don't want to have happen. I mean, I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be nice to, you know, find the one true love and, you know, settle down and, you know, I guess have little eeks. Oh God, that might be really bad. Do you know how much stuff will get blown up? Yes, including possibly your children. That, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, maybe, maybe okay. it's best um, you wait a bit before you get married. Ah, you know, it's it comes when it happens, you know? When it happens, it happens. That's that's what I've always said. Um, right. But. But yeah, I mean, nah, I just, I just haven't met the right woman, you know? How about you? Is this your first time getting married? Yes. Ah! It's not. Interesting. I mean, it's nothing special. I, I, just this thing and a piece of paper. Ah, yeah, because I, I mean, I have to admit, I didn't see that coming. Oh, I, I mean, no one did, I believe. I mean, it's just like, hey, you saved my life. Let's get married. I mean, normally that only kind of happens like, you know, in the fairy tales when you save a princess or something. Um, is she a princess? Do you know if she's a princess? No, she didn't tell me that. Oh, maybe she is. And she like thought there would be like an obligation or something for that. Hold on. <coughs> Ooh. I honestly, I just think it's a business transaction, and I agree. It might be best it's combine the ties between our ship and their rock area, land. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Ah. Well, did you happen to see... So, is the... Um, Adam, is the ship still within view? No, you guys... Uh, Aradia is the only one that saw it. Oh, okay. So she just pointed out where it was, and then we, no, we actually didn't. Zara and I didn't actually see it. No, we didn't see Correct. it. Correct. Correct. Only a radio oh, okay. side. Hmm. Anyway. You know, a lot of weird things have happened around us, and now we have this weird ship that seems to be sailing away from us, but with us. Wait, do we know that? I thought we didn't know that. I thought Azara, well, 
Aradia pointed it out to us, and she said it was the same ship. Yeah, but we don't know anything about sailing uh, with us, or because that's in her dream. Uh, I know, but we saw it before. But anyways, Aradia it doesn't does. really matter. Um. So yeah, okay. Well, um, I'm gonna take a look. I'm gonna climb up into the crow's nest and see if I can um take a look around and keep an eye out for things. All right, don't disturb Pluck. He's up there. He's. I told him to keep watch for Shortstone. Fuck off. Okay. I'll, I'll bring your cracker. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um. I'm gonna make sure. Like, I'm gonna run down and grab some crackers for Pluck or some bread and mm -hmm. take them up to the um the crow's nest. I'm like. Here, plucky, 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 plucky. You want some bread? Yeah. Yeah, he, he takes them. He takes them uh, gently out of your hand. You're up there. You actually don't see anything. The rest of you, like the rest of your guys' watch, is very uneventful. Uh, just the, the sound of the wind coursing through the the sails. Uh, as the next ship passes, uh, Lockhart and uh, Bennett make their way up onto the deck. Eek, Zara. We're here to. Hey guys. How did it. Anything to report? Hmm. No, nope. not Pretty... on our watch. Pretty boring. That's encouraging. I mean, Hopefully, it'll be just a quiet night. Yes, I mean, Aradia did say she saw the whaler's ship, but I, we both didn't really see anything, so just keep your eye out in case you do see a boat or ship. Which direction was that? Mm, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Oh, that way. Well, yes, I'm sure we'll... that way. Oh, okay. All right. I will keep an eye out, and I'm sure I will see it if it I will comes keep an back eye out. around. All right, perfect. Sounds good. Night, boys. All right. Lockhart doesn't say anything to either one of you. And then as soon as you guys get down the steps, he's going to look at Bennett and go, I'm dead inside. You, what? You're getting what? I'm dead inside. Bennett. Oh, well, okay. What? Why? Did you not what seems see to be the problem? Get married. Oh, I did. I definitely saw that happen. Yeah, thanks, Hotwall. I'm glad you used. No, you were you were happy for no click 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 click. You all right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> sorry, just um, half of us uh, agrees with the marriage. The other half is having. Verbal dealing with it. Oh, I see. Oh, really? Yes. I couldn't have said. Right. I I didn't notice. Mm -hmm. Huh? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic right now, but we were just developing a really close friendship, and I don't want to ruin it. No, no, no. I did not notice. I don't know if you've noticed. I'm kind of oblivious. Because Eek even gave me these and then pull out the three vials and like. Am I that oblivious? 
Oh. I mean, you I you pulled out three vials and you didn't tell me what they were. It, he so I, I he no said idea. that. He, well, it he gave these to me and said that it makes me able to see, smell, and hear better. Oh, you but should take also, them immediately. But it also makes me smell horrible. Oh. Huh. I'm going to put them back oh. in my pocket and just like, yeah, just seem kind of, I don't know. I mean, I do, I know that I don't see everything, but I didn't know it was that bad. Um, you know, uh, there, there are times where you miss out on some things, but it's not, it's not bad. It's okay. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just, like, put these if I don't need them. Yeah, I mean, in, in extreme circumstances, I would say use them to help us. Okay. All right. I'll keep, well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did want to ask you, um, a couple days ago, you had mentioned about uh, possibly training together. What, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. What did you, what did you have in mind? I'm, I mean, I'm probably up for most things. I mean, being able to fight better can't hurt, especially since I don't yeah. have any magical abilities or not very perceptive. Uh, yeah. Well, anything I mean, would help, really. Yeah, I think. I think learning tactics would be best, uh, feeding off each other when we see weakness. Uh, I think the best way to know, learn that is maybe getting Zendara in here when she's healed. Uh, she's a little bit stronger than us. I feel like she could take both of us on and we just practice there. Um, best way you're going to learn is through combat, unfortunately. But I'm happy to teach you what I know. Maybe get you some wooden daggers so you don't try to stab me again, eh? I, I mean, sure. I mean, you are hard enough to hit as it is, so... I mean, our fight yeah. a while ago kind of showed that, that you are... You're a slippery one. You... Yeah. It's hard to connect yeah, with it you. It really is. <sighs> Well, it's not fair when I can just turn into mist. So, right. I understand. You're right. It is not fair. Using I magic mean, hey, is... Did you... Did, did you want to you learn some magic? I mean, that would be kind of cool, but I, I, mean, I don't know how good I'll be at it. How uh, do you, how do you mm. learn that type of stuff? And he, like, thinks about it? It's like, oh, you know what? I don't think, <sighs> yeah, I don't think I could teach you. It is kind of like, it's kind of comes out. It's oh. it's not like it's not like Captain where he he studies it. it just kind of like, whoa. I'm gonna kind of like, like that. 
Yeah, like, do, do it one more. Hand out do it one more time. And I'm gonna like he, uh, behind behind his back. Uh, he's gonna cast dancing lights, and they're gonna appear through Bennett's hands and like shoot off. <laughs> Did you do that? I I guess, but I didn't feel anything. Like, oh, supposed to, am I supposed to feel some kind of? No, yeah, anything? that was me. I'm sorry, that was me. I as you guys are so... <laughs> sorry. as you guys are going through your training montage, the the dinner bell rings uh, for the new day, second day of sailing. Uh, everybody wakes up. Uh, you guys have some breakfast and everything from fish guts. Uh, again, another day, very very calming day. Uh, the breeze is definitely at your back. You guys realize that you could probably get two. Um, Mancatcher Cove by afternoon tomorrow, especially if you sail through the night. Um, yeah, nothing really happens throughout the day. Um, a couple people kind of jump over the side and just kind of swimming alongside, just kind of freshening up a little bit, you know, especially after the battle that everybody had. Um, Sandara actually wakes up and is uh, starting to walk around the ship a little bit more. Rolf, uh, you know, still getting his hand uh, taken care of. Uh, Barrett Chainland and, and the captain uh, going through a training session. Captain, what are you trying to teach him? Like on the um, what what spell would you uh, be attempting to try to teach him first? We are going to start with just the most basic. We're going to start with Mage Hand. Mage Hand. Um, yeah. Um, he yeah, not not very successful in this first day. He's, he's, he's continuously trying it, starting to get to somewhat aggravated. He, he tries. He doesn't complain. Like, he doesn't complain. He, he like, kind of lowers his head, takes a deep breath, and then keeps trying. But as the day starts to progress, um, dinner is served as well, too. Another stew. Uh, do I have another marching order for the night? Uh, Sam, I actually have a question. Yes. Uh... Is I I would I would guess that the captain is maybe one of the ones that's one of the weaker swimmers of the group. Would that be correct? Me saying that. Uh huh. Perhaps. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the captain, and uh, captain. I don't know if, if you can use this, but um, yeah. I don't. I'm not using it. For the moment, but here, just if it'll do you any good, and I'm going to hand him uh, the ring of swimming that I had for a long time. And yes, so I took that one off and put the ring of invisibility on. So swap that one out. Okay. That gives Captain, what we say? Was it a plus 10 to his swimming speed? Swimming? It's a plus 5. Plus yeah. 5 to my swim check or my swim speed? Your swim check. Your swim skill. Okay. Yes, yes, your swim skill. They get plus five. That's fine. Uh, so you said uh, same marching orders for the night, yeah? Yep. Okay. Uh, Aradia and Captain, give me another perception check. Uh, that's uh, 13 for me. Eleven for me. Eleven. 
Um, yeah, as you're as you're both uh, sitting there, and everybody else has kind of gone to bed. You, the two of you, actually notice a fog bank uh, starts to roll what? in. Fog what? bank. Okay, fog got it. Bank. Boy, another one of those. Yeah, as um, as you're sitting there, uh, th- this thick uh, bank of fog is rolled in in the evening, and it's reducing your visibility. And it like you guys are like in the midst of this. Maybe see it a few yards ahead of the ship. The the wind hasn't changed course or anything. But from the gloom, you hear a dull clanking. Bell, somewhere nearby, echoing through the spawn. Suddenly, as you're both sitting there, directly to the port side of the ship, you actually see a, a hulk of a ship looming in the fog. Its hull is rotten and stained black with age and rot. And before the mist swallows this ship once more, you can see the name of it on the worm-eaten bow. The Death Knell. Death what? Death <laughs> no. knell. No. You're both sitting there. This lasts maybe maybe about a minute. You both kind of like look back behind you and the fog bank is gone. There's no shit. Did it look um, like were there lights like in the stern lanterns? Were there people on deck? What you could really see, you could notice maybe a couple uh, low-lit lanterns. You could make out just kind of like the hull. You could barely see the mass, a couple of the um, uh, the, the thingies, the, the sails, uh, kind of tattered and torn. You could hear them. Like, actually, as you're looking, you don't even hear them flapping in the wind. Because they go past you the opposite direction. The wind is behind you. It's going against the wind. Does it, Does it look familiar to the whaler that I've been seeing at all? Um, I'm possibly. Maybe. I mean, that, that whale... I mean, you actually looking at this, I would say, Aradia, yes, this does look like a whaler ship. Sitting low in the water. Just like you saw the night before. I'll kind of grasp... Uh, the. Go ahead, Captain. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to grasp the Captain's shoulder and say... Captain, that, I think, is the whaler I've been seeing. Oh, and last night, right before I, I, I drift off to sleep, I, I wanted to bring this to your attention and I forgot all day. The ship that I saw last night, that whaler, it was going against the wind in, in a not natural way. Sort of like how that just, what we just saw. Are we being, are we haunted? Is this ship haunted? Both of you give me a knowledge local check. Uh, 18. 17. Both of you, like, as, as, as you think that, you think the death now, and, and it pops in your head, of course, you guys have definitely heard this. This is like kids' tales that you've heard before. The death now is a ghost ship. That you've heard of in tales. Captained by the terrible whalebone pilk who sails the fever seas in search of sailors to feed his ever hungry crew and fuel his ghostly ship. And you know that rumors are that the Death Note always stalks its prey for two nights 
before dragging them down into a watery hell on the third night. Once again, as you look back, no trace of the ship. But but you guys also know uh, part of the tale as well too that this only happens out on the open seas. Typically, if you make it to land, you should be safe. Captain, how how many more days? How much longer until we get to Mancatcher's Cove? If the wind holds, we should make it uh, tomorrow day. If the wind holds. Well, let's hope the wind holds, or I think we're going to be in trouble. Yes. Uh, we will uh, speak of this at the officers' meeting in the morning, but uh, we should not tell the rest of the crew. There's no reason to get some riled up. As you say, Captain. How do you fight a ghost? Do you, do you still stab it? Will magic work on it? Can I put one to sleep? I can put one to sleep. Uh, that is uh, something that bears researching. But my first answer would be one fights a ghost with great trepidation. Hi, Captain. As the rest, as the rest of your shift ends, as are an eat couple onto the deck. Say good nights. You guys don't tell them about anything. I take it. Uh, Zara I'll mention it to Azara. Okay. You say, do you tell her as Shice, or do you just speak in Elvish to her? I'll, I'll speak in Elvish to her. Okay. And tell her to, you know, pass it on to whoever takes the third shift, but not to scare the crew. Alright, am I not telling Eek because you think he'll freak out? Uh, you may tell Eek, uh, but uh, not the crew at large. We do not want them to uh, get overly tense when the rumors say that it should attack tomorrow. But I will sleep lightly and with my shoes on. All right. Have a good rest. Uh, good night, Aradia. Uh, I wish you good dreams. Good night, Azara. Good night, Eek. Night, guys. You guys go into your second watch. It's a very boring shift. The wind's still at your back. Um, Azara, do you tell Eek? I do. What? Hey! I told you not to announce it. I just said what? I know. Lower your voice. Lower your voice. Like that. Oh. What, 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 Adam, can you mute? Like, we're supposed Adam? to like make landfall tomorrow, right? So yes. So hopefully we should be. We won't. Yes, exactly. I, I just thought of something that might be that might be really bad because um, there's supposed to be like a sea monster at the cove, right? Sea monster on one side ghost ship on the other um that, that that's that sounds really really bad 
Where, where else are we going to go? We need well, to hit I, I, land I, I, so the I, I, ship no. doesn't get to us. I know, I know. But uh, what I'm saying is, is that it sounds like we're pretty much between a rock and a hard place. Um, oh, crap. Okay. Um, I'll make sure to keep a really good guy out tonight. And he's going to just quickly fly up um, to the crow's nest. You don't see anything for the rest of your ship. Lockhart and Bennett arrive. You tell them. Yes. Tell them. I whisper it. Whisper it. Just don't alarm the rest again. of the crew. A, there's a ghost ship in it. They attack on the third day, so I'm hoping we reach land by tomorrow. Why are we staying in the open ocean? Why don't we get closer to land? But That's I mean, what we're doing, continue. Bennett. Okay. I'm just wondering if it's if it's better to go closer to land but continue on what we're doing. I don't like I don't know the route that we're taking. Is it better to just go straight are we straight going straight land, through open ocean? So they can leave us alone. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Uh, All right. Sleep well. You too. But I'm on watch. And then an elf... In in Elvish, as you walk away, Azar, uh, he's going to say, um, be safe. And as, as you. And when you have a moment, Lockhart, I'd like to speak to you. Perhaps the next day. Yep. Mm -hmm. Anytime. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> And he's going to immediately turn to Bennett and go, As he turns a bigger shade of red than he already is. <laughs> and like, you can see it glowing. Just like, wow. <sighs> All right. Coming. Going to bed. We go to bed. I think, uh, I think I take Bennett to the, uh, main floor of the deck and just have him go without weapons and stuff like that and we're going to start with just basic hand-to-hand -hand defense combat uh and go from there like i want to give him a little bit of training every night i'm going to try to keep my mind off of the fact that we might be getting tailed by a ghost ship that's going to pull us under the waves uh, it happens all the time as we go through this tra training montage of the two of you uh, in the middle of the ship, uh, the, the breakfast bell rings. Uh, another morning, everybody is awake. Um, continuing on, as per, per what the course, the charted course looks like, uh, able to uh, continue in the direction that you are heading. And as you're all um, sailing this northwestern moment, you hear... And standing on the deck, you see Mr. Shortstone. Hey. He's sitting there. It looks like he's got like blood just kind of like trickling down the side of his head. He just goes, oh, I thought it was 
Oh, his name is Samuel. And he just faints. Face first into I, the tent. I immediately turn him around and start healing him. And just. Oh, good lord! Oh, my goodness gracious, that was. Uh, that was good. What, does that, what happened, Short Stone? And I take the helmet oh. off so he can breathe better. Oh, oh, um, oh, um, um, so what, I made it, I made it, I made it onto the ship, and, um, oh my goodness gracious, I, um, we, there was, there was one, there was a, 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 a ship in the water late at night, and it was very scary, and, and it was like lots of fog and everything, but then we got, to, I think we actually got to Nancatcher Cove, and, and we, we, we like pulled into the cove as well too and, and and like there was maybe about like 12 people left on this crew and then we all heard like this crackling sound and everything and like the ship sounded like uh, something was being ripped out from underneath it and somebody started screaming and then like I saw like a vine grab somebody and yank him over the side of the water. I don't actually know what was going on but uh, I made it. I actually jumped into the water. I almost got bit by a shark, a hammerhead shark to be exact. I got over on a rock face and I slept there for the evening. I climbed up to the top of one of the mountain sides. I didn't hear anything, didn't see anything, but uh, the ship that I was actually on, it, it, it looks like whatever it was, it, it got broken by something, but I, I, I didn't see anything else. Um, I, I did notice that one of the, the tiniest ships uh, actually made their way out of the cove. And then it disappeared. There's other island chains. I couldn't tell if it actually went to one of the other smaller islands or whatnot. But oh, 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 hello! Good to see all of you again. Oh my goodness! Oh, Captain, I told, him some, I told you all some fresh water. And he just like grabs it. Oh yeah. So, uh, so how's everybody else doing? How was the rest of uh, how was the rest of the rock? Captain. Azara got married. <laughs> Azara got Azara got married to who? I'm sorry, I Azara. It. I just got really excited. Oh, congratulations! Who'd you marry? It's it's it was a business transaction. It's um the Lady of the Rock. Oh, you'll have to tell me more about that. You and the lady, oh, how romantic. Mm. Well, hold on a second. Were there any survivors? Mm. I mean, what, was this thing the Kraken that they we've been talking about? Oh, oh, the Kraken. No, no, no. This is definitely not a Kraken. It, I could, you know, they, they, they say that man, man catch a cove is like surrounded by a giant creature. And, and I, I couldn't really tell, but it looks like it's all spread out over the top of the cove. But... But during the day, I didn't, I didn't see anything. But I, I, I did look down into the middle of the cove, and it was this bright blue bottom of it, very beautiful. And it looks like there's shipwreckage down there as well, too. But other than that, I, I was, I wasn't very quite sure. I could see the sharks, and, and, and I think, I think I might have even seen some of those, um, what are those like humanoid creatures with like the gnashy teeth as well, too, that, that, you, that we've all gone after. Before. The Sawagin, the, 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 yes, I, I think I've seen some of them around there as well, too. Uh, I, I noticed a couple of their heads pop up out of the water, so I would definitely suggest if that's the direction that we're going, that we'd be incredibly safe. Oh, Captain? Uh, Thoughts? Anyone? Is there another island we can get to before nightfall? Well, I mean, there's a whole bunch of chain of islands, but I, I don't, I don't know what all those look like or anything. But <sighs> can, we, 
Let's look at the maps, Captain. Ah, uh, very well. Maybe you should consult the maps. Uh, yeah, you look at the map, else? and, and sh sure enough, you, you see, like, the main island of Mancatcher Cove, and it seems like maybe there's, like, eight other little dots of, like, islands around. Uh, well, I, mean, I, I think it is, uh, it would be prudent to, uh, take the song, uh, towards the cove, uh, if we arrive there with enough time, we can scout it out during the day, but we can, uh, retire to an ancillary island at night. That way we will hopefully be protected uh, from anything that might come in the night, whether from the cove or elsewhere. What do you mean elsewhere, Captain? Well, it's a big ocean, Mr. Shortstone. Uh, one never knows, and it's always nice to be right. close to land. Uh, it's true. Case, why don't you get I... something to eat? You are no doubt hungry I... after your night abo aboard a rock. Oh, oh and one, one other thing I wanted to tell you too, Captain. Um, when I was, I couldn't quite tell where it was, but when the dawn started coming up, I, I kind of looked at this side of a cliff face, and I saw like it looked like a gold glint uh, coming from the side. There could be treasure up in there. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but uh, yeah, it was something very glinty and shiny. A gold glint. But, but, I, but I saw it from, I saw it from maybe, a, yeah, I saw it for maybe a couple of minutes. And it, and and it looked almost like that the way the light was hitting the cliff face, it looked kind of like a giant skull, maybe. Interesting. I shall certainly yeah, annotate that in my diary. Sounds good, there, Captain. Yes. Mr. Shirtall, you saw you saw this this golden gleam at on the the. Mancatcher's Cove? Yeah, yeah, in Mancatcher's No, in, in Mancatcher's Cove when we were when we were stationed inside of that. I, I saw it at sunrise, yeah, when the sun was coming up. It actually was kinda of like glint hit me in the eye for a minute. It, and then after like the sun kinda of went for a couple more minutes, it, like everything else was very distorted. It was very hard to tell where it was and I heard splashing in the water and I tried to climb up the mountain face like even more it's a very difficult climb as well too i slipped a few times it's actually when i fell and banged my head passed out for maybe about another hour i got up to the very top and and then just just in the distance i was able to actually if you look uh actually yes towards the northwest you could probably see the the, the island just off in the distance and right now but uh yeah i saw it so so in the morning why is that is it is that good is there treasure there oh i I, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to know what you saw. But um, as I say this, I'm going to kind of throw a knowing look to the captain. Just hinting that, mm. like, that's maybe part to the riddle. Confirmation. Also, give give me another knowledge local check uh, for any of you guys as well, too. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Ten for me. 23. Come on, children. Oh, natural twenty. Sorry, uh, natural twenty. Ten for the captain. Uh, knowledge local, if you have it. Uh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Um, yeah, especially a radio and Lockhart. You kind of pop this too, as you guys are talking about this clue from Blue Bites Embrace. Uh, Shortstone had just mentioned that looking down into, like, uh, like the cove itself, that there's, like, a giant sinkhole, pretty much, and it's, like, this vibrant blue. 
you kind of be able to piece together from sitting in that direction. That's probably the start of this riddle uh, of where you could actually get the, the rest of the clue or the, the start of actually hunting for this treasure is starting there above uh, the giant blue sinkhole. And you said you were going to continue looking at the at the riddle as well, too. Uh, I wanted to maybe look at the yeah, phrase yeah. The something. The yes. gray lady's tooth. Yes, as you I'm say, looking, I'm looking at it right now. So from as blue you, lights embrace, it is cold. Yes, and then we have. I, the grave lady's prize, perhaps that is the ben, skull. Bennett, when he says that, give me a religion check. Okay. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Oh, uh, Bennett, you know, you know exactly who the grave lady is. It is the goddess of death, Erasma. Right. You definitely know that, know and she that is, is known as the Lady Lady of Graves. And the line, like when they're when he's talking about that skull, it refers to the rock formation that resembles Death's head, essentially, or like a skull of death. And perhaps that prized tooth as well, too, could be uh, possibly a a beacon of where you actually have to climb into with that uh, skull of death. I will portray that to. Everybody. But they, yes, so it's yeah. that's interesting, Mr. Ishmael. So as uh, the skull, perhaps the skull's tooth, one of them is uh, gold, like a golden tooth. And at dawn, we will see that golden tooth and then follow the tooth uh, through the skull and through or in or near the skull, we will see uh, the captain's wavered orb. Mm, fishy, I don't know what that means. Uh, anybody can give me a knowledge local check. Nothing. Anybody can. Twenty-one. I'm rolling hot. Seventeen. Eighteen. Eight. Sorry. Sixteen. Seventeen. Um, yeah, Eek, Zara, and Lockhart. Lockhart, especially too. Um, you guys remember about whose treasure this was? Uh, you do. Oops, uh, wrong mouse. Um, you guys know that this is referring to Captain Wolf, but Lockhart, you remember uh, the tale of Captain Wolf that he actually lost an eye in battle. Um, but you don't remember which eye it was. Mm. I will deliberate that to the captain. I, I, uh, I, mm, I can't remember the exact. I know he lost an eye. I think I think that can point us in the direction. Lines of captain's wayward orb. So perhaps there's uh, perhaps there is a formation of some kinds that appears to look like an eye that we would have to find and climb in order to find the treasure location. Maybe the captain had a lazy eye, and that's uh, why it's well. Let's hope so. That wasn't in the story. Oh, if his eye is lazy, perhaps the climb would be easier. Uh. Or do we need a key, like an orb, to put somewhere in his eye? 
Well, we shall only find it uh, by arriving at Mancatra Cove. And it uh, appears that it is on the horizon. What about the creature, Captain? Captain, I don't mind saying this, but the sooner we get to land, the better I'm going to feel. Seasickness, Mr. Ishmael. I'm surprised after 40 days at sea that you are still queasy. That's not what I'm talking about, Captain. I'm trying to be discreet as possible. Discreet? What are you hiding? I don't. It? It, what am I hiding? He's hiding. You're the his one that told. Sick... Huh? You're the one that told us about the whole thing that is coming later tonight. If we don't get closer, mm. to I'm trying to keep, they keep my voice know. down. So I'm like, not the crew. They don't. Just us. Yeah, the rest of the crew I'm doesn't trying, know. Like, I'm trying to keep it discreet. Trying to stay discreet. The crew does not know, does not hear this, oh, and they don't doing, freak out. Uh, I am sick. I need the island. Sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, Bennett, you need. That's to exactly what I'm doing. Right. Oh, Great. Captain, can we please get to the land sometime soon? I'm not feeling well. Oh, me neither. <laughs> I don't feel good. Azora, are you okay? So, Do you need healing? So I'll heal you. <laughs> All right, let's settle down. We will just get to land. That way, uh, that way, uh, Mr. Ishmael's stomach will settle. Much appreciated, and Captain. Mine. Yes, yes. But so, I, uh, one wonders if it is not love sickness that is hurting you, Azara. I'm sick. Uh... I'm just trying to. <laughs> I was trying to just go along. All right, fine. How long does it take? Good well, as you guys start sailing, <clears throat> a couple hours later. Uh, Shortstone back up in his, his perch. He goes, there it is! There it is, Captain! And he points toward you, and what you guys see is almost like a giant crescent moon island, and then to the right and to the left, you see a couple other, like, speckled islands as well, too. Uh, but this island, it, it seems, um, it seems like there's a lot of trees growing up the sides of the mountains and on top of the mountains as well, too. And it almost looks like as you start getting closer, there is an opening in this, in... Uh, in uh, this, this island uh, that you could sail in. As you start getting closer, you actually see this massive what looks like canopy of vines across the top. Hmm. Once you start getting closer, it's not a creature. It's legit just vines spread across this giant cove. Man... Mancatcher Cove forms almost a perfectly round bowl on the side of a jungle-cloaked island. Start sailing in the water in the circular bowl is almost indigo hue compared to the turquoise of the water surrounding the islands, hinting at the extreme depth of the cove. Cliffs surround the bowl on all sides except for the entrance, and a few small beaches have formed where the water meets the rock face. The jungle grows thickly atop of these cliffs, and massive trees spreading their branches out and over the cove from these trees, a series of interlaced vines have grown like a loose neck canopy a hundred feet above the water, giving the cove a cave-like quality in the shadows of pre-dawn and twilight. There's vines and there's roots extending down the cliffs, creating a dense maze of twisting tendrils that shroud numerous dark hollows in the rock. But as you're all looking at this, between the roots and everything else, like looking at this massive canopy, this looks like it's the creature from the myth oh boy. that 
these vines and everything, I mean, they just look like tree vines. Like, the sea creature myth was a lie. It was put in place to try to scare people off. Mm. There's no creature here. It's a mass tangle of vines and roots going down the side of these rock faces. And as you all look, actually... Uh, and you actually notice that uh, the cove is actually a natural formation as well, too, and it's called a blue hole where erosion and ancient epiox gouged in sinkholes in the rock made up these islands and everything. But as you kind of get in, you realize that this is maybe about 300 feet wide, and looking down, you'd say maybe hundreds, hundreds of feet deep, and you can just see the bottom of this sinkhole. It's very deep, dark blue, but you can also see the remnants of ships down there as well. They look torn to shreds. But also down at the very bottom as well, too, it's white sand. The sun overhead, you can see. Kind of look around. Everybody on board, give me a perception check. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Eight. Eighteen. Twenty-two. Fourteen. I'm going to use my reroll from John Christian because I rolled a natural one. Ooh, you roll. They'll probably uh, get higher than I That's did. a 24. Thank you, John. Oh, yeah. no, sorry. This one's from Sarah back in the day. Sorry, back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sarah, Sarah. Um, as you're both, like, looking, uh, the two of like, Eek, you actually notice a couple shark fins, like, in the water, kind of, like, up and then disappear underneath. You kind of look through and you can see, like, half a dozen... Maybe more hammerhead sharks swimming through the water. But Azara, you had just a little bit more. You kind of glance across the water, and next to like one of the rock formations, you see almost like the, the top portion of a, of a scaly head dip underneath the water. It disappeared. Mm. Uh, uh, knowledge creature? <laughs> I mean, you don't even need to. I mean, you've seen these things before. You definitely tell that was a swoggin that dipped underneath the water. There's swoggins in here. What a beautiful day. Swoggins. <laughs> what? Where? Need to be careful. Captain, maybe we should find another island to park right now, because I think this is a little too dangerous around here. Hmm. Uh, Adam, based on our... Hmm? Uh, Based on our position in the cove, does it look like we'd be able to turn the ship around and leave before uh, whatever swagans might be in the cove uh, could board the ship? Yeah, yeah, of course. You, you guys have you guys have some room. You said it's like three hundred feet like wide, like any, like the uh, diameter from this giant hole is about three hundred feet. Yeah, you guys definitely could uh, take a little bit of uh, maneuverability to get there. But yeah, you could definitely make your way back out. Uh, there's you know a couple other islands on the side. Um, away from Mancatcher Cove, that you could uh, go for the evening if you so desire. Uh, let's uh, prepare to bring, bring the ship around. I don't think that we should leave quite yet, but we should uh, position ourselves to make a hasty retreat if need be. Uh, it would behoove us to uh, test the Suwagin's uh, force. Did you catch that? No. 
It was so loud. Uh, Sorry. I think that I think that we should bring the song song about and uh, point it towards uh, the exit to the cove. I do not believe that it is uh, necessary that we retreat immediately, and it would behoove us to gra gather greater information about uh, the number of opponents that we would face. And if we wish to uh, raid uh, this treasure cove. Uh, people need to be here at some point, and I would much rather do it in the song than do it on a small dinghy that could be capsized. Got a plan, Captain. Hi, Captain. Hi, Captain. I'm going to uh, go to the go to the helm let's, and uh, get, yeah. turn it around. Let's get all hands on deck. Uh, beat to quarters, uh, Mr. Ishmael. Everyone should uh, take up arms. Uh, we may be in a hairy situation before we leave this cove. Everybody pulls their weapons, gets in position, and you guys are able to turn the ship around. Um, as you guys are looking, um, the most you see are just the sharks in the water. You don't see any sign of the Sawadin anywhere. Uh, you do notice that along, like, and this whole cove is just, like, surrounded by cliffs, too, that there's just, like, holes and rock faces all over the place. You guys don't see anything. don't hear anything. Oh, yeah, dude. Do you guys stay? As the, the day starts to pass on, starts getting a little bit darker. You can make it to one one of the closer islands you could probably get there in maybe about an hour. Hour's time. Do any of them have a cove, Adam? Uh, the other ones from... I mean, what you could tell are even on the map as well, too. This seems like it's the only cove. The other ones seem just like uh, jutting islands. Uh, but you could pull up alongside uh, the beach of some of them. Uh, definitely definitely not as well protected as Manfredo. Yes. I think that we should drop anchor here and uh, double our watches tonight. I think uh, that we are much better off uh, repelling Swagan than we would be repelling anything else that we might come across in tonight. Sounds good. Hi, Captain. Hi, Captain. Cool. You drop anchor. Um... Uh, actually, uh, throughout the, the rest of the day as well, too, you actually see a fish guts, uh, goes over to the water and pfft, actually spears a, a hammerhead shark uh, alongside Owlbear as they reel it up. They start cutting it open and everything up. Uh, looks like we're going to be eating some shark tonight, Captain, so, uh, so everybody can be well prepared. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll all be safe. Um, so yeah, you guys have, uh, some shark stew for the evening. Um... Hmm? Who's uh? Give me a watch, ladies and gentlemen. Please. I'll take first. Me as well. And I would like to. I think I would like to instruct uh, something different for the watch. Uh, take some scrap, some, uh, some like odd uh, bits of wood that we have around the ship, and I want to place some uh, some like small uh torches or candles on them and just float them off the ship. I want to illuminate some more of this cove so we're not uh, the only thing that's lit up. Uh, hopefully we'll see anything that comes out of the water and it's not just only be able to see what's on deck because uh, I feel like the swag can probably see it in the dark and I certainly do not. That's a dope idea. Sure. So, Radia and Captain. Anybody else on first watch as well? Um, actually, I've got an idea. I've got a whole bunch of twine and bells that I got. Um, 
what I'm going to do is just in case something tries to get on the ship, if on certain entry points, I'm hooking up wire and bells near like the edge. So if someone tries to climb nice. over, you'll hear a ting, 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 ting. And so before I go to bed, I'm going to start setting that up in all places all around the edge of the ship and all entry points. I'm going to, I'm going to join Captain and Aradia on that watch. Cool. And I am going to cast Mage Armor. <laughs> I'd rather cast Nothing it now than later. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so so Bennett, Azar, and Captain taking first watch. Um, as the rest of the crew, they start to kind of head to bed and get ready for sleep. Uh, Captain Eek, you're able to put up your, your bells and your whistles. Everybody seems like a little bit harder trying to like fall asleep. Those of you that are down in the in the hold, uh, Captain, you're able to light a couple candles, kind of set them off uh, some driftwood um, as well too. Um, hour passes. Nothing. Uh, the three of you give me a perception check. Nothing's getting by me. Those candles are really 19. pretty. <laughs> Twenty-two. Uh, Captain, as, as the three of you are, are kind of up on the up on the deck, you kind of look back in the back side of the ship. Um, you notice that. The, the couple candles that floated towards the back part of the ship have gone out. And you start to hear a... Um, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to alert uh, Mr. Ishmael and uh, Aradia. And I will also uh, message Azara, Eek, Lockhart, and I think I have two more, uh, two more of the crew members, and say, uh, I believe uh, that we are about to enter battle. Uh, wake your companions and silently make your way to the top of the ship. Uh, I'll say, there's no reason uh, to let them know that we know that they are coming. Hopefully that's a smart move. Uh, I'm going to pull out my two masterwork daggers and kind of hold them there for a minute. Uh, the three of you currently on the ship, where are the three of you located at? Uh, where are you at? Probably. I'm at the helm. Or just around yeah, there. I don't really... think we need the wheel right now if we're anchored. But I'll be just below the stern castle. On, on I feel like decker. I'd be near the captain. On the covered side, be specific. For sure. So, Captain, you said you're next to the wheel. Yeah. Um, but like that booming. I'll... Guess who? What? Where are you going? Where'd I you was going to say. I guess I'll I'll drift further back towards uh, the very stern of the ship because if I'm at the wheel, I probably can't see over. Uh, as you're kind of drifting away from ship, you hear that boom, and you actually look over at the wheel, and you see the wheel shudder a little bit. Every time that you hear that boom, the wheel shudders. I see. They are. They are touching our pillar. Is it breaking it or attempting to climb up? 
should should we should we do something right now? I I. I think that we wait and prepare ourselves. Zara, Zara, move to the side where the thing is. I'm going to kind of punch down, just kind of underneath the side, so that I I'm kind of hidden. Uh, Azara, Eek, and Lockhart, you get that message in your head. Uh, it just kind of wakes the three of you up uh, as you're down in your uh, in panics. You hear Captain's message playing your head. I'm going to hop out and start like going around like, waking people up and going, shh, we're being boarded. Get ready to fight. I'm going to go, shh, we're being boarded. Get ready. We're going to. We're being boarded. Get ready to fight, but quietly. And going around. Just waking up as many people as I can. And then, of course, I grab my crossbow and load it up. And all that fun stuff. Getting ready for a rumble. Lockhart and Zarn. Can't hear you, Azar. Think you needed. No, it's okay. I'll go. Uh, I think Lockhart will uh, cast shield on himself. <sighs> kind of look over, look at Azara's hand, pause for a little bit, and then cast shield on her. I right, like, let's go. I'm gonna move up. Yes. Did not press mute. Uh, computer sucks. Okay. I would do the same thing as eat. Um, Hero, uh, <clears throat> Leandro, uh, Leandro looks at you, Azar, and says, um, do you want, do you want all of us to wait below deck until you get an order? And then we'll just go rushing up on, on the deck if you need us. That's a great idea. Some of you should stay down. Yes. Yes. And he kind of looks back at everybody else and just kind of tells them to lower themselves. As the three of you, I take it, head up onto the deck of the ship. Mm -hmm. I'm going to prepare myself and uh, cast fly. I'm not going to fly. I'm just going to have it ready. Excellent. Um, as the three of you get up on the, on the deck as well, too, uh, my new three people up on the deck, give me a perception check, please. You said new people? Yes, so Zara, Lockhart, and Eek. Uh, 12. I didn't add. Perception? Uh, yes, please. I wrote a natural one. So um, natural saying. one, but I wrote, it, it, it's a nine. Oh, no. Yeah, like a nine for me as well. Um, as you start to, the, the three of you kind of start to sneak up, you see, you guys don't even see Bennett, but you see the captain and the radio standing up by the ship. Um, Eek and Lockhart, you're both kind of like looking around on the ship, but Azara, you happen to glance up at Azara and the captain just in time to see what looks like two long green tentacles come down, wrap themselves around their waists, 
and yank them <gasps> up no! into the air. Yank Captain Shice and the radio? Captain Shice and the radio. As as the two of you feel yourselves getting pulled up into the air, you hear kind of like this gnashing sound. As just there's there's enough light, uh, kind of there's it's a full moon out coming up through, and this canopy before that looks just like vines. You see it start to wiggle. A lot of these vines start to move. And as you glance up, almost through the moonlight, you see this giant bundle of vines as well, too. And you see it start to move and, like, peel out of the way. And you see a massive black beak as it starts to snap at you. It's a giant flytrap kind of a thing. I was thinking that would ever happen. And, ladies and gentlemen, here is where our voyage is going to stop for now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for tuning in for the past six weeks of a Voyage of the Siren Song. I love scaring the crap out of my crew and everything. I know the whole time you all were sitting there going, Oh no, what's going to happen? I don't want to do anything mean to you yet. I'm not quite there yet. But yes, that is where our tale is going to end for now, my friends. And DatFam, BestFam, thank you guys so much for tuning in with us the past six weeks as well, too. But thank you guys. Um, it's been, it's been a wild ride and to let you all know too, be on the lookout on all socials and everything. Cause, uh, Jared and I have a wild new year coming up for you guys. Not going to tell anything to you yet, but just know there's shows that you've seen, there's shows that you haven't seen. We've got a lot of new stuff coming out. Uh, we will be back, uh, middle of January. Uh, we may have a, a dat chat going on as well too at the beginning of the year. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we'll have our Dat Christmas playing um, later on this week as well, too. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to bringing you guys some new stuff in the new year. I love you guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Joyce Kwanzaa. Whatever holiday you guys celebrate, go out. Be safe. Have fun. Love you all. Dat fam, best fam. We'll see you guys in the new year. Love you all so much. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Love you guys so much.